this time on Kawhi Fi Radio, we introduce Emma, Kyle's better half. Emma and I live in the same place. (laughs) 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 We lament Tuxedo Mask's ineffectiveness. Tuxedo Mask doesn't do anything. (laughs) He literally throws a rose and is like, and then runs away. And we talk about some of the problems in Sailor Moon. Never mind like relationships with age gaps or anything like that. It was oh, really honestly. uncomfortable. Incredibly problematic. She has a crush on her own father. And yeah. she acknowledges that as well. Yeah. Avalanche! <laughs> it's over 9,000! Konnichiwa and welcome. You tuned into Kawaii Radio, the podcast we dive into the world of anime and manga every fortnight. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are Fafa, and I've dragged her kicking and screaming into the studio today, Emma! Hello! It's finally me. It's finally, finally happened. It's your turn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, em- Emma and I live in the same place. Um, yeah, she's my better half. And um, <laughs> Emma and I, she, she, she knows it's true. Um, <laughs> Emma, That's why I didn't, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you yeah. didn't disagree I mean, with it. You yeah. just went along with it. Yep, yeah. She's like, yes, this is correct. <laughs> you're like, this is about right. I, I believe this is true. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're my, uh, the tuxedo mask to my what? Sailor Moon. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> what? Um, what? <laughs> I'd rather be your, you know, silver crystal because if you go back and watch them, Tuxedo Mask does didn't do nothing. anything. He literally throws a rose that and penetrates concrete and yeah. is like, and then runs away. It's really funny because I come to your place today and the house smells like roses. Is this like... Well, we we, we well, were talking about this in the, uh, the little bit uh, that's going on Patreon mm. that... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say I got. I, I picked up the roses to deliver to Emma after she fixed some uh, clothes for my parents. I was going to say, what yeah. did you do, Kyle? I, <laughs> no, no. I literally just did some sewing oh, for his parents, nice. and um, his dad was like, you have to get her flowers to say thank you. And so, wait, when he walked through the door and he had flowers, he was like, wait, what did you do? No, I was like, oh, wow. He got me flowers. <laughs> oh, what? They're from your dad? Oh. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> um, yep. But um, Emma, you're joining us today because yes. we're talking about a topic which you love. And we'll get into that in a little mm. bit. But we have to ask, as we do to everyone who joins the podcast, what got you into anime? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, I have brothers. Ah. Okay. Oh, no. I have two brothers. Um, but mainly, as most proud Australians, Australians born in the 90s, I grew up watching Cheese TV. Yeah. Have you guys talked about that? We of have course, mentioned yeah. Cheese TV and we are hoping oh, yeah. one day to oh get God. Jade and Ryan onto the back. I also 
credit them with the fact that I'm a morning person now as well. Ah. Because, you know, they started at like 6am and I needed all that sweet, sweet anime goodness. Hey, (laughs) not what the boys used to say when they used to watch Aerobic Odd Style in the morning, was it? Nope. (laughs) Now, for for, for those of our listeners in the (laughs) States and elsewhere who did not grow up in Australia, our morning cartoon programs in the Mm. late 90s and early 2000s started at 6am, but before that... From 5.30 for that first hour, there was a yes. program called Aerobics of Style. Style. It oh, kind of the, Google it. My God, Google it. It's, it's the, still on YouTube. It's still on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> it's the precursor to modern-day yoga programming. And, uh, oh, wow. The, uh, wow. The Wait, where's that sound effect that you go, wow. Oh, uh, well, no, not no, that one. Not, not that, that one. one. No, hang on, hang on. Deep one. There yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Aerobics of Style. Style. Um, but yeah. you're not wrong. Um, oh but uh, it's it's funny that you're a morning person yeah. and I'm not, despite also growing up. Is it really that funny? It, it's hilarious. <laughs> not not when really. I'm <laughs> up at like twelve o'clock at night, <laughs> hating you. <laughs> I, um, yeah, sometimes I'm like I normally go to bed about midnight now these days, no. and then I'm one or twice I might still be mm. on. So, cause like, are you on right now? I'm like. Do I respond to this or should I just pretend that I'm not? But he no. do not respond. Do not respond. No, it's uh, well, it's it's normally a case that either A, I'm finishing an editing project, or mm. B, I'm doing something that has a deadline, um, or C, I just get completely sidetracked down the <laughs> tunnel that is YouTube. Yeah. Um, or you buy a new game like Mass Effect and play it until four a.m. My yeah. goodness, <laughs> look, hey, I've been down that road though. Look, 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 I can't I mean, talk. Yeah, but Minecraft, I do. I, let's go. I, do, look, I, I did do just download Slime Rancher, and oh, yeah. I was supposed to go to my friend's house to you know socialize and be a real human being but, but i decided no <laughs> I'm staying home. Now, on the note of YouTube, we do have to mention the first YouTube video is now live yeah. and uh, live yes. show lands this uh, coming Friday. I was wondering that. Yeah, well, I've been so busy the last fortnight, oh, okay. so apologies for the delay on that. But it will land on Kawaii Fridays. A Kawaii Friday. Yes. Kawaii Friday. <laughs> and Emma's sitting there going, I'm sick of hearing you say. <laughs> uh, I was too last time when we were, I was like, I looked at Kane's like, do you realize what he just said just now? Kawhi Friday. Yep, when did yep. this come about? Just, yeah, I wish I could have taken a photo of the exact moment oh. that you thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And you telling me for the first time. Just the, <laughs> kind of You're just Big like, goofy. Hey, hey. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, look, let, let, let's, let's move on from my goofy face because you can <laughs> see that on YouTube plenty enough. Um, we, this episode, are talking about a show that I believe really kind of cemented a lot of ideas and yes. a lot of people from our generation. Yes. It is, of course, Sailor Moon. Woo! It's yeah. It's on the agenda. And with the new Eternal films out in the wild, we have to ask, are they any good? Uh, well, we'll, well. Get mm, we'll get into that when this pro in this episode spoilers. when we get to it. No spoilers. We're not allowed spoilers. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do spoilers. That's, that's not something we do. Um, now, if you are enjoying what you've heard so far, and um, hooray, yeah. um, <laughs> consider hitting that subscribe button and join the Kawaii community. We also release monthly videos on YouTube as well. So if you're in a podcasting app, head over to the YouTube channel. The links are in the episode description. And if you do want to support the channel, we also have a Patreon with additional content there. But much more on that later. There's still plenty to talk about this episode. But first, we need to have a talk about what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy, hi up. Hey, guys, I gotta go. I just, I have to know. Hooray, I did that thing. Oni-chan, 
And as we like to do whenever we have a guest on the show, mm? Emma, you get to take off the batting here. <gasps> I get to come back. Yes. What are you watching? Oh. Which, of course, means what is Carl also watching on the side? Oh. <laughs> Not just Emma. It's Carl as well. It's me as well. This is actually one that Kyle and I are watching together. Mm-hmm. And it is Dragon Goes House Hunting. Just on that note, actually, do you watch a lot of anime together? Or is it like. Well, the thing is, I'm very far behind. I am. Because I. Wasn't a weeb my entire life. Mm. I did take a sabbatical, if you will. <laughs> we all did, I think. Um, yeah, a weebing sabbatical. Yes, where I tried to, you know, be a real human in the world. <gasps> Me too. Be normal and get friends. Yeah. And then I decided, I hate these people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to my weeb ways. I want stars and, you know, that Shiny bokeh thing. effect yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have. Uh, so yeah, well, dragon. With the right lens over your eyes, it could. <laughs> 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 no, the get... world is so magical. It's, so it's bokeh. <laughs> Never you mind. Have to that get roast into glasses. It's just <laughs> yeah. bokeh effect glasses. <laughs> um, so dragon goes house. Man, it, it dragon goes house hunting. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. It's so wholesome. It's low stakes. It is, it is stakes. so relaxing, but it's it, it, it's it just look. So if you're not <laughs> watching it, I'm not, but do it. You guys have It's available on Anime Lab. Yeah. That's how we're watching it now. Mm. So um, I actually mentioned this in the video we put out last week. Mm. And um, Dragon Goes House Hunting, I think, is one of the sleeper hits of this season. It's not going to be you know, competing with the likes of Jujutsu Kaisen no, or One Piece no. or anything like that. It's not a big shonen title. This is super slice of life, but it's an adventure slice of life story, meaning the narrative does progress. You're not going to stay in the same place every episode. Mm. Something always happens. I feel like I, I, they've really hit that sweet spot mm. with um, millennials these days, actually, because it's yeah. it's because we kind can't of, afford houses. Yeah, <laughs> that, I was just gonna say <laughs> it's house hunting. Yeah, it's kind of a fantasy world that's a video game. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a feel good show. Yeah, mm. so for some reason it just really resonates with me, and I love it so much. <laughs> and Letty, who is the main character, and his sorceress, a sorcerer, elf companion, mm. who Real also happens agent. to be like the, the evil dark lord oh. via the lottery. Niadia <laughs> uh, <laughs> summer. So basically, Letty, uh, uh, Dragon is yeah. uh, kicked out of his house mm. um, by his family because he let their egg get stolen. It's not dragon oh, enough. No. So he's been disowned by his family. Yeah. He then goes house hunting, doesn't have much success, and runs into Deria, who uh, hands him his business card and says, yes, I'm an, uh, a medieval uh, real, estate real, agent. real estate agent for the fantasy world. Mm. And he's like, what does this say at the bottom, demon lord? Never mind that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a title. Yeah, it's just a title. <laughs> That's Amazing. Fine. But yeah, it's it's really well done, yeah. and you, well, if you watch the opening, you do see there are multiple characters who do mm. eventually get involved. What an opening as well! I don't think oh. we've ever skipped it. No, we haven't. We've never skipped we've it. Never the skipped song it. is such a banger. Mm. Mm. It's not you know like real punchy like a lot of the you know action animes or whatever. It's just real cute. The opening is. is like real the very Celtic vibe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like the pan flutes in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My ancestors are like, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) I wonder what it is about, like you know, those dragon 
um, anime shows like Maid Dragon. Yeah, yes. uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon yeah, Maid, yeah, which yeah, second yeah. season comes out next very month. Soon. Yeah, but it's very wholesome shows. Like they're oh. very comfy, wholesome. Oh man, mm. I love how it's uh, basically a fantasy game. Yeah, but from the creature's point of view. Yeah. So all the, the heroes are technically the villains. Oh, they, oh they, they, okay. They're massive jerks. They come in and wreck people's home. They die. Yeah. They resurrect and they go. Then that sucked. Let's do it again. They're all linked mm. from Zelda. You go into a house. You smash pots. You steal their stuff and you leave. Amazing. That's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And all the monsters are like, we are trying to find real estate so they can't come and do that to our houses. <laughs> it's like, wow. Did you have a look at this? This house has been rated number one in the top dungeons to visit by the local ju- yeah. <laughs> it's like, no yeah. ever I don't since our want house that. featured in a co- in a popular <laughs> like dungeon uh, raiders magazine yeah. or something it's like no we had no peace <laughs> <laughs> but look um dragon goes Hunt- house hunting is really good fun i'm surprised that we still haven't met the girl who oh, appears yeah. in the opening sequence. Um, from what I'm from gathering, there's episodes. only, what, 10 episodes at the moment? So, yeah. yeah. We haven't watched episode 10 yet. Um, that lands this weekend, I believe. And I suspect now will be the time that she's introduced. And You said that for the last two episodes. I have. It's very, it's very <laughs> slow moving mm. uh, in that regard. Mm. Yeah. Because you see all of the characters that you're going to be introduced to throughout the series in the opening. Mm. Okay. So there's like a like a black unicorn guy with like a, mm. a weird star. A star. What's it called? Oh, like a pentagram uh, type. Pentagram. He's got a pentagram on his forehead and he doesn't get introduced until like episode eight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And he's such a bro. Oh, he's great. <laughs> bro. Yeah, all he's all great. the characters in her are great. And the, the best thing about it is because yeah. it's slice of life at its core, everything's low stakes. You know no one's going to die. You know no one's going to get hurt or mm. brutally injured. or there's gonna Like everything will be all right. Yeah, mm. I can. Mm-hmm. One of my pet peeves in a lot of animes is when bad guys are just, you know, like jerks for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. or there's communication issues that then feed the storyline. Yeah. This doesn't have it. Okay. Uh, it's just very straightforward. Well, I mean, th- there is communications between Diria and Letty, but that's because Diria is trying to get Letty to, you know, acknowledge the world and yeah. grow up with mm-hmm. her. Um, but yeah, look, definitely worth checking out, I yeah. reckon. If you're looking for something chill, it's great to put on the background and just kind of laugh at. Well, and the dub's out now. Dub, yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah. So. It, especially in winter, grab yourself a blanket, grab yourself nice. a hot drink and just sit mm. on the couch and binge this and have a great time. Oh, like so for our listeners idea. in South America oh, yeah. um, and Australia, of course, and uh, Oceania and so on, and Africa, um, because we have listeners in all of these countries, uh, it turns out, Amazing. I know. Um, yeah, you guys are in line with us because it's winter in our sections. <laughs> oh, y'all, Southern uh, Hemisphere, <laughs> you <Yeah>. folk. <laughs> Um, However, everyone in the Northern Hemisphere, it's probably a bit warm for you to do this. So maybe uh, chilling on the patio with a a nice uh, iced iced tea or something. Iced tea? I don't know. Um, Do Do you think they have a TV on their patio? No, no. I'm expecting them to watch it on their iPad or something. Oh. Yeah. Some do. A lot of... Well, look... you. It's kind of funny because if you have a look at the statistics that Funimation and Crunchyroll list, more than 50% of their um, consume people consuming their footage are doing it on mobile devices, oh, yeah. which is crazy. Um, I think it ended up being like 55% mobile, 20% computer, and the rest was computer it's and various other integrations, that, uh, TVs and other integrations. I wouldn't be able to do that because I couldn't read the subtitles. Yeah, I know. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to read it that small. It'd hurt my eyes. Oh, fair. Mm. Uh, speaking of which, though, the subtitle tracks. The script they've used for the subtitles? Yeah, the scripting is so good. Mm. That's good. All right. Now, let's stop uh, hamming about Drango's house hunting. Fafa. Hello. 
Uh, you've been watching something with something. I've been watching Hunter Hunter. Mm. Now I watched this one <laughs> story time. We back in you know like America has tsunami blocks and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. And mm. I crave the tsunami blocks, you know, because oh, they no. used to have great programming. They did. Now they used to be. I'm not going to you know admit it, but like they used to have someone actually stream the oh. tsunami block and what from the states. From the states, so oh. they used to have it like um you know they used to run it from like eight to like. 4 a.m. But mm-hmm. for us, that's like during the daytime. So yeah. that's like yeah. perfect Sunday yeah. night. I mean, yeah. Sunday, Sunday viewing watching, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the shows that came out a couple of years ago was Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. And the problem was no streaming site in Australia was going to yep. take it on. Um, there was only, It was on Crunchyroll, but we had no dub access to it either. No. So the only way you could watch because Hunter Hunter... Because it was Hunter a funny dub, wasn't it? No, Viz. Oh, it was a Viz Media yeah, dub. It was a Viz Media Ooh, dub, okay, so it yeah. made it even harder. Mm-hmm. And because it, Viz is very hard to get their dubs. See, Viz, yeah. Viz were independent for a long time, and mm. especially when this oh. was coming out. They're yeah. now owned by Crunchyroll for the most part. And it makes it a little bit easier. makes it a bit easier, but it, it's still for international distribution very rights hard. because Viz have their distribution rights based on the region where they're centred. It's mm. difficult mm. to get hold of content. Oh, yeah. well, that's a pain in the bum. And yeah, save money. obviously getting mm. the DVDs, Blu-rays at that point yeah. in time was extremely hard. There had to be like very... Oh, you, do you remember when like DVDs were like region locked and ugh? That was well, Blu rays Blu-rays are still region locked, that's, yeah. that's but such instead a of like out. what like ten regions, is three, three, yeah. two technically. I had to go because I wanted to order the Blu-rays, and I had there was a special distributor in Melbourne that was actually doing the Hunter mm. Hunter. I managed to get the first mm. three sets, but because there were American versions, I had to buy another Blu-ray. Yeah, like, Multi-region free oh one. It was a lot of money I spent just to watch this series, but um, <laughs> so is it good? And I, oh, oh it's so, I'm glad no, I've decided, no, it's trash. I just, I'm really glad to decide to speak about it, this particular show because the person who wrote the manga for Hunter Hunter is actually married to the person who wrote Sailor Moon. <gasps> I didn't and know the person who wrote Sailor Moon actually worked on the Hunter Hunter manga for some time as well. So mm. it's a very good little tie-in. And Insert you can see the X-Files. What do I do for this? <laughs> now, this is the 2011 version, not the original one that came out in the early like 2000s, like n- ni- yeah. late, late 90s, mm. can't recall. It wasn't very good because... Unfortunately, with Hunter Hunter, it did go on hiatus as well. Mm. So it never really finished. And that's obviously where the 2011 one just literally stopped mm. when the manga stopped. But what is really interesting about Hunter Hunter, it is a Sojin Jump show, mm-hmm. but it's very dark. It is. It's a lot it's darker than Sailor Moon. Wait, I don't actually know anything about Hunter Hunter. What's okay, it so about? Basically, it's about a boy called Gon who wants to be like his father. His father pretty much abandoned him to his relatives and things like that. Yep, that's pretty on brand for anime. Very much yep. on brand, you know, yep. typical. Do our parents even care where we are? In Shonen <laughs> yeah. Jump, you don't no. have any parents. Obviously, <laughs> he learned that his father was alive still because he had, in the manga, he always imagined like his parents were dead and stuff like that, but actually he's the hunter, one of the most famous hunters in the world, basically. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Gon just basically wanted to become his dad. I wanted to find out more about his father. <sighs> and so he decided the first arc, which is what I'm currently rewatching again, is um, him wanting to take the hunter exam. Mm. And that's where we get to make the, you know, the call for friends and things like that. And what is really unique about the show, it starts off looking very bubbly and stuff like that, but it just hits and it gets dark mm. and really dark. I love those ones that just slap and you right in the face. Right? And you're like, you thought you were having a nice time. Guess what? You're not. You're not. <laughs> but yeah, it's just 
the dub is what really sells this show for me. It's done very well and that's mm. what I really enjoyed with the tsunami watching as well. I was like, mm. oh, my God, I can't wait for next week to watch, you know, the next part yeah. of it. Um, so I'm really happy now that we have the access to the whole dub yeah. as well, which we never did. And it's all on streaming, so that's why I'm kind of rewatching it again because I want to yeah. watch it with the dub. I was going to say because Funimation have the full uh, full back catalog of it now, exactly. Which is great. And ah. the opening is so good, yeah, mm. so good. It's the most catchy, uplifting, and powerful opening mm. you'll ever hear. So if you get a chance, go and look it up. Go and watch that opening. It'll just pump you up for the rest of the show. Sounds good. Now um, we're going to talk about what I'm going to talk about, and it deserves a. <laughs> Why? I'm watching Farewell, My Dear Crammer, which has incredibly awkward animation. <laughs> oh, so, so weird. Th- this is a sports anime. And, uh, uh, it's about sports ball. It's about soccer. Yeah. Um, Count me out. Now, mm-hmm. it's about girls' soccer. Again. <laughs> yeah, again. Count, Count me out. out. Um, but basically, um, Farewell, My Dear Crammer is a soccer series uh, focusing on a group of sort of uh, as they always are, a misfit group of girls. Of course. Who are ju- all end up at the same girls. school mm-hmm. and uh, make joining a football team and desire to make it to the national competition and do well. Now, the franchise itself's manga is apparently incredibly well received. And there's a lot to like about the show. Uh-huh. It's just the animation's trash. <laughs> it's just so weird. Uh, I've mentioned this before. They do, like, we, we've seen it in other other shows, and I'll be putting this up on social media and so on. But basically, um, other shows will, if someone's looking through, like, a thing and they need to phase it out, mm. so say it's like a, a fence they're looking through, they'll leave a lot of room so it doesn't look like their head's stuck in it. Also, oh. oh, the the fence doesn't just cover their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, so they can no. see them. Yeah. Kramer does not do this. They cut that line off exactly where the face is, so it looks like their face is actually being shoved through fencing. For instance, there's also it's uh, its art style has improved over okay. the course of the season, but those first three episodes are shocking um, because it's it's an anime for starters that has lips for characters. And we know that depending on the art style, lips do not work, um, dependent on <laughs> how they draw it. Um, yeah, we've been watching Doctor Stone as well, and the lips and that are kind of weird. See, a b- big octopus lips. That's Doctor Stone. That, that's, that's Doctor Stone, and that's yeah. for some of their characters. And I feel that's like fine. that's denoting foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> like, True, how do you actually. know that they're foreign? They have big old lips. Yeah. Actually, fair call. Except not in this because Yeesh. they're all that. Well, <laughs> to be fu- to be honest, actually, the girl who has the least distracting lips is the foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> so she calls herself Elizabeth, and she's dead fancy. And does it? Oh, 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 oh. I'm um, sorry, but when you describe them as least distracting, I, yeah. I'm not okay with that. I know. <laughs> I know. But I didn't realize um, um, football in particular is very big in Japan. I, I mean, uh, soccer, you know, like, football, however you want to phrase yeah. it, um, the round ball yeah. is you. It's become a lot more popular over their their sport. As far as like you know, the people attending it and the amount okay. of sport, uh, amount of sport, amount of sports, um, the amount of people who are actually interested in going into that field, and we've seen that in like the Premier League now. There's a yes. lot of Japanese soccer players, and there has mm. been Man United in particular has had about three or four really notable, fantastic Japanese soccer players uh-huh. join their team over the past twenty years, and they've been phenomenal. And that's really driven the interest in Japan okay. for the, these young kids who would otherwise been playing baseball or baseball rugby being the or, biggest one, yeah, you know, something else. Baseball's huge. Baseball yeah. Um, or you know, rugby any, surprisingly big. R- yeah, I was surprised well. about that yeah. one actually. Um, yeah. but, um, I always root for them in the World Cup. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're, they're always good so fun. Good. They're good they're fun. So fun. But yeah, like I was quite surprised. So I started doing a bit of research into it, and so the title of this, and I got um, to thank some of the people on Mal because I asked the question and they answered before the show came out. Dear Kramer is in relation to uh, a guy called whose surname was Kramer. I think it was like Dittmer Kramer or something like that, um, and he was uh, brought in from Europe to Japan in the 60s to oh, bring yes. Japan up to scratch. And they ended up like knocking Argentina out um, where they hadn't Whoa. done anything before. I think it was like 1969, 1972 or something like I that. I smell a movie and well, there have been movies, oh, like live yeah, action Japanese films about it. Um, not Obviously, they didn't look anything like um, Shaolin Soccer or anything like that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, admittedly, that's more Mandarin theatre. Yeah. Um, but... You know, they, they were really good, um, really good stories to tell. And this is about, you know, kind of trying to do the same thing for women's mm. uh, football in Japan. And it's, it's look, the characters are all really interesting. The interactions are really funny. It's just the animation isn't good enough for this story. Yeah. It, sh- it should be amazing. But the guys in charge of it, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the season, they're not good enough for it. Honestly, yeah, it's just it's, a real yeah. turn off, hey? It, mm. That happened with Welcome to the Ballroom as well. That was an anime that came out a couple oh, of years yeah, ago. Yeah. I love that story. I love the yeah. characters, everything about the voice acting is amazing. The animation was absolute yeah. garbage. See, yeah. Lidden Films are the ones who are behind this. And I, I've mentioned Lidden are not great before. Mm. Um, but here's the thing. So that they were, if you watched any of Initial D, mm. you'd be f- familiar with Lidden Films. Oh. Um, Arslan Senki, they were quite good at that. They They've got a lot of interesting stuff. They did um, Cells at Work Black, for instance, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so okay, yeah. That you, we know Love they can show. do good quality stuff, but they mm. just haven't. Mm. They really have not. They're doing Tokyo Revengers as well this season. But Tokyo Revengers is good. The oh, animation style is true to the... The art style is very true to the um, manga's art mm. style. And the guy who's involved in it was uh, involved in Your Lie in April mm. um, and a couple of others, all which have kind of a unique look to their characters' faces and lips. And he, you know, really wants to draw it and that's the way it's been done, so fair enough. It just doesn't translate very well to it doesn't. animation. It doesn't. And it's it's a shame because it, it could have been better. And there's a film that's just landed on Crunchyroll as well, which is Sayonara Watashi no Krama movie, First Touch, which is a prequel series. Well, a prequel film, I should say, to this. There's also like a mini anime side thing and I think they've given themselves too much work. Hmm. So, no. Um... I, you just mentioned Tokyo Revengers, actually. I started watching that as well because you know mm. you guys are talking about it. Aaron mentioned oh, it, yeah. But what it's is it? So I don't know. Good. Tokyo Revengers is the one I mentioned to you where it's a time travel anime mm. um, where a guy uh, in his later stage in life... <laughs> I was like, you, you have to be way more specific. I know. I mentioned a lot of time that. travel anime. Mm. Like um, a race, but a little bit better. Um, and uh, you haven't mm. watched a raised yet. Have oh. You? No. oh no, but, but I you know the principle. Yeah, I've yeah. seen. It's on my to watch list. The live action is on my to watch list. The yeah, live action's better than in the really. really? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, um, this guy he's gone through life and been not very, you know productive and then the only girl he loved from high school he discovers died. So mm-hmm. he then somehow manages to go back in time. Re- retaining his memories as we saw, we see in Erased as well mm. and um, manages to then start affecting the timeline. However, he's able to bounce back and forwards so he can go back, change something and go forward to see the out, the result. Oh, no. Um, Butterfly effect, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, so as you can imagine, it's going to get very messy yep. and every episode is quite... Every episode feels like a climactic crescendo. Oh, honestly. So it's it's yeah. worth checking out. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's been well talked about. Mm. So look, um, that's what we've been watching anyway. What have you been watching this fortnight? Let us know in the comments section over on social media or on our YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, tell me what to watch. Sometimes I'm get very like 
stalemate on what yeah. I want to watch. I'd like some recommendations, to be honest. Yeah, me too. And not just like new stuff either. No, old stuff. I, I'm pretty far out of the game mm. uh, when <laughs> it, it like, comes what, to... What might Emma have not seen if she hadn't watched from, there say, 2012? <sighs> Even later, maybe? Yeah, I wasn't watching while I was in uni. So. And you were learning Japanese. Isn't that ironic? Say, I know. say, say 2012 <laughs> till 2018. Are you fluent? Uh, Not yeah. really? No. <laughs> She's getting I, there. The, I, I spent three years learning at university. It was really hard in oh, the final see, lesson, in the final year. Yeah. And so I had to drop out because I, I just couldn't keep up. Yeah. And mm. in my second year, I had to do. Uh, like an intermediate course mm. and a catch-up course. Oh so I had, I think it was eight classes of Japanese a week. Oof. So I started reading English words as Japanese. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I saw like a, I remember seeing a big sign that was talking about kites for some reason. I was like, kite, why is kite Emma? <laughs> <laughs> English! Oh, no. Now on oh, that bombshell, no. let's get on to what we're actually talking about this episode. Wi-Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Now, unsurprisingly, we're going to be talking about <laughs> fighting evil by moonlight and winning love by daylight and never running for a real fight. She's the one named Sailor Moon. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that she always runs from fights. Yes, yes. We, we, we will get to that. Uh. I have a whole <laughs> section to discuss yeah. that adaptation <laughs> of the song. But Sailor Moon, uh, many of you will have known it. Yes. And if you haven't not, uh, haven't heard of Sailor Moon, you must be quite, quite young indeed because mm. this is a show that took just oh my God. everywhere by storm. Global phenomenon. Yeah. It, yeah. it went absolutely ballistic. Um, mm. And that, that's not to say it's a bad thing if you're young. You're about to discover a hidden gem from the past. Mm. Something mm. you can say, oh, my my uh, anime grandparents told me about this in whispers <laughs> from the old days before the internet. It's like, Grandma, your stories are weird. <laughs> girl with a crescent moon on her head. She's a weird girl. Yeah, yeah. Now, um... I, I think all three of us can say Sailor Moon was very formative for us in introducing oh, us to anime. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. She has so much to do with my current aesthetic. <laughs> she does. Like, she really does. Oh, boy. Actually, actually we, we just ordered like some lanyards for you, which are Sailor Moon branded yes. lanyards. <laughs> I have like moon lamps. I have cover, like cushion covers. Because this, I'm an adult now, and with adult money. Yeah, you can do I all this can... stuff. <laughs> That's why buy. we have a moon cushion? Yes. Oh, that's why. You know what? I'm fine with that. And this is why I'm so obsessed with twinkly lights. Ah. <laughs> this, yeah. this explains a lot. All right. Now, for those who are not aware of Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon is a shoujo magical girl series. Yes. Mm. But unlike a lot of... The what we consider traditional magical girl series these days, mm. this one really had a very broad appeal. Yes. Now, um, Usagi, we're go we're going to go with her Japanese name, of yes. course. Uh, Usagi Tsukino. Uh, Tsukino. Now, Tsukino. should it be Tsukino Asa Usagi? Yeah. Because her first name is Usagi. Yes, yeah, but, but everyone calls her Usagi. Uh, there's there's only there's very few characters mm -hmm. in the show that aren't familiar enough with her to call her Tsukino. Yeah. Um. So when Except I was for like the teacher, and that's like one episode. Yeah. So I uh, I started watching it from the beginning again. Yeah. 
And um, in Sailor Moon R, at one point, one of the characters like, Sukino. I was like, who's that? All <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah, that's a, that's that's her that's surname. A yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. come to think about it, this is that yeah. show that actually kind of just went straight to the first name yes. basis, mm-hmm. yeah. really. Yeah, yeah you, it did. Good, good point. Well, especially in the dubs, whereas otherwise yeah. it was a lot of pet names and nicknames. Um, I mean, she was known as Bunny for a long period of time too, wasn't she? Bunny. Uh, on the original dub, yeah. yeah. Oh, the the, the one which is not available anymore. The best dub, in my opinion. But really? Was that oh, the Canadian oh, look, dub? Yes, it was. Look, for me, that was one of the most iconic dubs because it it formulated, like, that's what got me into so th- anime. Th- that's the mm. one that was by the Canadian company Deke. Deke and then oh. Clover. Yeah, Cl- uh, Clover, Fe- not Cloverfield, that's a monster movie. Cloverway. <laughs> Cloverway, yes. yeah. We always get them mixed with Cloverworks. That's why um, I always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, I don't think Cloverway is even around anymore. So I mean, um, they might be still well, yeah, around. Or at least, like, they're, they're, the branding isn't around. They've rebranded no, as something, something else. else well, yeah. Deke was the one that Cheese TV aired. Yes. Yeah. So watching it as a child, it was all very safe. Yes. Yeah. And very wholesome. Yeah. Then when it got to Cartoon Network, that's when they showed the Cloverway version, which yeah. is, yes. Yeah. 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 And that that one's, um. oh, actually, was it Cloverway or ADV? No, Cloverway. Was Cloverway? Cloverway, okay. yeah. But yeah, um, I know ADV had the distribution rights, so that's why I'm getting confused because yeah, they there did you go. Like, mm. other dubs and stuff. Mm. Um, but look, um, if you haven't seen it, Sailor Moon is a story about Usagi, an average student and crybaby klutz who constantly scores low on her tests. Unexpectedly, her humdrum life is turned upside down. Uh, and that's how she became the Prince of the Moon. No, um, <laughs> when she saves the, prince the cat, of the moon, princess, the fresh prince of the moon. Oh. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when she saves the cat with a crescent moon on its head from danger, the cat named Luna later reveals that their meeting was not an accident. Usagi is destined to become Sailor Moon. Okay, I love this about the the first episode. The, Luna has a band-aid on her head, like yeah. it's a like, cat with a band-aid. Didn't oh. the, the kids that were bullying her put it on her? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I never yeah. picked that up like, for some yeah, reason. It yeah, depends sorry. on the dub. The Deke version doesn't have that because like, any form of conflict, Deke and Four Kids and several of the other brands that were doing dubs Whoa, removed. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a look at the new dub that was done for the original Yu-Gi-Oh, there's a lot of episodes in there that we never got in the Deke I dub. See. Um, con- inter-character conflicts were bad because they wanted to promote positive interactions between characters. Oh, Pokemon is also rife with rife that. Rife with it. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've t- in Pokemon, there have been cases where they've taken three episodes and combined them all into a single no episode way. Um, because there were too much contentious content. <gasps> and we've got about six yeah. episodes in that first Indi- Indigo League series which are not available with dubs. One's I'm pretty sure what? the first episodes in Sailor Moon, it, w- it was originally like 46 episodes, but yeah. the Deke released only yep. 40 that's correct. Forty-six episodes. That's true. Episodes actually, yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. So they cut out a bunch of stuff. Which is why there are some episodes where there are two stories in the episode. Right. Where halfway mm. through it goes. Now the other part for mm. this story instead, um, which we're used to seeing in some like oh my shows. Goodness, you're shows. right. Actually, because yeah. mm-hmm. I like you, I did like kind of a rewatch when they released it onto Anime Lab as well. Oh yeah. And there was episodes that were never ever yeah. shown yep. because mm-hmm. there was no point to the episodes in the, in the timeline. Well, rewatching story. it now, there's yeah. an episode where a guy falls off, you know, like a large ledge mm. lands and there's like a puddle of blood around him. Mm-hmm. That's never, ever, ever shown. Was that the one with the Mercury's um, love interest one? Uh, it was Jupiter's. Oh, that's right. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, th- this is something like, I-, I want to bring up a particular episode, which I just thought insane. Oh, here we go. Um, we- this is in the first series, so yeah. in those first 46 episodes. Mm-hmm. This is an episode yep. at an airport on a runway. 
That's one of the first. That oh. was the Jedi one, isn't it? Yes. It makes no sense because it was okay, so funny. So the the whole airport is covered in fog and mist. Yeah. And yet there are planes landing and moving around in the nineties. They did not well, have landing systems that could handle fog in the nineties. Those planes were being controlled yeah. by Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's right. But the thing is, Jedi. 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 Okay. Yeah. You had me had me worried. Them sitting there going, "Did they seriously go straight no. to Jedi?" <laughs> no, no. No, sure. but it's. You know, it's a, it's kind of like a scene out of Prometheus where you're just kind of like, just run to the side, girls. Oh. Come on, it's <laughs> yeah. a plane. Like, but yeah, the, they were literally running out of the path of... Jumbo 747. Jumbo yeah, that was <laughs> odd. Because he was just like, I'm just going to fly this really slowly towards you. Now, um, we do need to talk about the rest of the synopsis. So, Sailor Moon, um, Usagi's destined to become Sailor Moon, a planetary guardian with the power to protect the Earth. She's given a special brooch that allows her to transform, and she must use her new powers to save the city from the evil energy-stealing monsters sent by the malevolent Queen Beryl of the Dark Kingdom. Honestly, the best bad guy ever. Yeah. Now, <laughs> obviously, if you've seen any of the fart work, the fart work, oh dear. The fart if work? you've seen any of the artwork... Um, this, clearly today, <laughs> my brain's a little bit like, <laughs> that, that's my brain today. Oh, yeah. Um, very denky. Now, um, if you've seen any of the artwork of the show, you'll realize that Sailor Moon is not the only one. And there are other Sailor Guardians who join her on, in this quest, um, throughout the story. And there's a lot to break down here. Mm. You have the first five the crew, the core team the core of five, team, yeah. um, who are all there. So, uh, Mercury, Venus, Sailor Moon. Mars and Jupiter. Yes. Others mm. do come into the story, but that's for a little bit later on. Yep. Um, and this story kind of revolves around them until the end of the first season where a certain major event happens Oh my god! and it results in a reset. And I found that incredibly strange. Yeah, I do not remember watching that uh, when I was a kid mm. because it would have traumatised me. Yeah. <laughs> Beryl got the best of them. She did. She did. She did. Beryl... Um, and somehow, somehow throughout its broadcast, it maintained a PG rating. Well, see, this is the thing. Oh. With the deep one, mm. they chopped and ch- mm-hmm. they cut mm. it up so bad oh, yeah. that um, it was made to be like, oh, she did it in the end. Well done. Woo-hoo. Mm. Yeah. You didn't actually see everything. This is feel like spoilers. Okay, look. Um, if you – what are we at? We're at about – oh, about the th- – 37-minute mark. So jump to 39 um, okay. in this podcast. Spoilers are starting now. Here is a big warning sign to let you know. Kanpai! Kanpai! Spoilers start now. Okay. Now, each of the um, Guardians die. They yeah. die, and Sailor Moon watches them die. That's traumatizing. Mamoru or Darian or Mamo-chan. Prince Dominion, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you mm-hmm. want to call him. His multiple ego, alter egos. For a girl to and then go through that that it's just yep. in the next oh. series she has ptsd yeah yep she's and that, depressed that is brushed under the rug in the yeah deep and it's just oh it's she just like you won you lost your powers oh look you've regained your powers yeah. whereas in the true story they all lose their memory yeah and then you know yeah usagi has her memory wiped and she eventually relearns it and has to in that first episode and has to go through the process of acknowledging all of her friends died in front of her and the, having the that moment PTSD. she gets mm. her memories back and luna is asking her her cat luna is asking her you know I, are you there and she's like oh it's been a while how are you she is so sad she's she so is broken not okay no. mm. 
And she then, at the end of that first episode of Sailor Moon R, she farewells her old life. She does. As a normal girl, which is her one Beautiful, true wish. isn't it? Mm. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Oh, so heavy. And uh, Look, I mean, with a dick, it was just like very happy-go-lucky mm. kind of thing. And for what it's worth, it was good for that time. Yeah. But when you really watch the actual original stuff and how actually... Rips your heart oh, out, it does. Dark, it does. And that's that's a typical magical girl formula, though, because yeah. that it is. Um, it is. You have that happy go lucky, but bang, it hits you like yeah. a ton of bricks, and you get that depression. Yeah. Like, um, what was the other one we talked about? Card captors. Well, Same ca- thing. Yeah, goes card really captors. dark. Everyone's like, oh, you know, the one they tried to rebrand as four kids is magical Molly, and realized they couldn't. No. Um, Pretty cool. What's, what's um? Is it Madoka? Madoka, Madoka. Magica. So I heard. Madoka, I haven't seen it, but no, I've heard no, that. Please so watch that dark. because. My now, goodness. We are going to watch that, by the way. Alrighty. Yeah. Um, so Madoka Magica that's was... The, that's the one. <laughs> four kids yeah. bought the right for rights for Madoka Good luck Magica. There. Um, this was we a, saw some Hagen dazs this, <laughs> <laughs> this was about seven years ago they bought Mm-mm. it. And then everyone took the mickey because they were going to try and make How? a series called Magical Molly using what? that as the basis and I'm didn't realise... Magical Molly just sounds like a straight drug. Yeah, yeah it, it does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but th- they, you know, obviously didn't realise that, oh... This actually has some pretty twisted stuff, and after you get past th- episode three, yeah. things are no at no point in that show are child friendly. No, uh, and for those parents listening at home, yeah. I do apologise. Um, we are in spoiler territory, so it's fine. Um, <gasps> now, well, on that note, let's uh, <laughs> now let's uh, edit. Uh, jump back out. We are at about the forty minute mark, so we might have got a bit over, but yeah. we didn't give too many spoilers away after Mm-mm. the thirty nine minute mark. Um, we do need to talk about how well the show did because we do know how big Sailor Moon became. And, you know, it says a lot that mm-hmm. celebrities and pop culture stars Everyone. in the early 2000s yeah. were all aware of this. It's featured yeah. in songs. Uh, what is it? Um, Smash Mouths or um, All Star has a reference oh, to Sailor yes. Moon in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got... Um, you've got multiple celebrities dressing up as Sailor Moon for Halloween, yep. even to this day. Yeah. Um, I think Kirsten Dunst in particular had a lot of um, experience uh, dressing up as Sailor Moon and other Sailor Scouts yeah. and people from that oh, series yeah. for mm-hmm. that. And she's done videos as well. Mm. Um, but also, like you've got songs like uh, One Week by um, the Bare Naked yeah. Ladies. Um, that also talks about the Sailor Moon girls in it as well. Wait, I'm actually getting them confused. I yes, think it was that one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. I was sitting there going, I didn't realise Smash Mouth were no, into no, no, Sailor Moon. That's yeah. cool. Bare Naked Ladies, One Week, that's Look. the one. They're very similar. Yeah, very. Well, I thought they're exactly the same, to be honest. Well, no, no, look, but Bare Naked Ladies are better. Um, they they just write funny stuff, whereas Smash yeah. Mouth try to be serious and they're not yeah. taken serious. No, Smash <laughs> Mouth is. Hey, they're laughing all the way to the <laughs> bank, buddy. <laughs> oh, they just go, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I now actually want to do that. I now want to do All Star to the, to the song. Um, okay. What I liked about the original one, though, is the dynamics of the building of the characters and the relationships mm. and things like that. And which yeah. is not what you got through the manga or obviously Crystal and stuff like that. But with the original show, there was like the little arcs and things like that mm. that really weren't there, but it was just like good. Like, okay, I love the um, love triangle between Mamoru, Mamoru Ray and um, uh, Usagi. Usagi because it, it was perfect for that time as well. Like, you know, yeah. they were together, like they were a couple. Yeah. But then, you know, obviously their memories and stuff come back and things like that. And poor Ray, like you saw that like heartbreak and you, did. you didn't really yeah. see that in like other animes. But, you know, 
she went through a lot and it took a, a few episodes to kind of be like, you know what? All right, I fine, can, you, I, win. I, you win. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, to, to put this in perspective, this was airing at the same time as the original Dragon Ball, okay. Ranma One Half, yeah. um, Yu Yu Hakusho, The Ghost Files, and mm-hmm. so on. A lot of shows which, while they did have some heavy themes in them every now and then, mm. they also try. they didn't go too close to those themes and didn't show the actual impact they had on the characters in yeah. some cases. Whereas... Sailor Moon never shied away from it. No. And that's what I liked about it. Like, you know, you saw the heartbreak. You saw the the frustrations and the, the real emotions in these characters. And I love, I don't care what anyone says, I love that comedy factor in those, you know. the. Um, I find it's very true to the emotions of what are old. essentially children. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you're like, oh, she's so complacent. You know, she's very whiny, klutzy. Yes. And, or very naive. Mm. And that's... Fourteen-year-olds, it's they yes. can't help it. They're just kids. That's just well, how it is. Let, let's let's kind of stick with that because fourteen-year-olds are not particularly known for being heroes, um, and that brings us to the Sailor Moon song. Okay. <laughs> um, so there are two versions of this song. There is obviously the version that was created for Western audiences, yes. which is literally just called the Sailor Moon theme song, and the original in Japanese, which is called Moonlight Legend. They have very different Moonlight lyrics. Moonlight Legend, isn't it? What's the Japanese name for it? Moonlight uh, yeah, Moonlight. Um, oh, I had it here a moment ago. Do, 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 do. Moonlight Legend, Moonlight, uh, uh, Moonraito Densetsu. Densetsu, yeah. Mm. Now, um, Moonlight uh, Legend has a very different story to tell. Lyrics are, start, why can't I tell you all these feelings? It's so much easier when I'm dreaming. I think my brain's about the short circuit. I, I really it. wish I could find oh, the words. I like it. Rewatching the, mm-hmm. the episodes, I haven't. Skipped. No, you never do. Mm-hmm. Hey. Ever. Now this is all to the same tune. Yeah. None oh. of this. No, no, it is. It's because the version that was created for the Western audiences cuts up and rearranges yeah. the song. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. the same song, just kind of remixed. Mm. The Sailor Moon English theme song is Fighting Evil by Moonlight, Winning Love by Daylight, Never Running from a Real Fight. She's the one named Sailor Moon. <laughs> now, now, we're going to have a bit of a dig here. Mm-hmm. She runs all the time, yes. especially in season one. Season, in Sailor Moon R, she gets a bit better. Um, but she definitely yeah. runs from fights. Well, she matures after. She does. She, uh, well, after a after traumatic experience, it would do that event. to you. Yeah. Um, she'll never turn her back on a friend. Yes, she does that all, all the, the time. time. In well, one. yeah, she does until you know until, she realizes. She yeah. always has the moment of realization where yeah. she should be like, "Oh, um, hang on." She's always there to defend. Nope. Um, Sailor V was doing that for a long time before she ca- showed up. Oh, <laughs> that, that's not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like Artemis just found. Venus first. Yes. This is true. This yeah. is true. Um, she's the one who we can depend. Debatable. <laughs> Very debatable. <laughs> mm, yeah, no. Now, look, this is not to say that Usagi's a bad character, by the way. Oh, this no. is just to say that mm. the song doesn't really reflect the growth the character has to go through. This is more fitting for Sailor Moon R onwards, mm. but not I for the first show. She is surprisingly likable for a character that at times is useless yeah. and very whiny. Yeah, I think she's the, the every person character, though. Like, someone yeah. can feel like she could be in that... She's very capable of making yourself insert. Yeah. Yes, I think it's the character that everyone wants to be. Right. You know, you want to believe that you have this this better half. Right. That mm. is strong. That if your friends are truly in trouble, you will run head on into a you know monster X. Yeah. Uh, and you know save the day. Now we do need to talk about another character oh. who's also <laughs> quite useless. Ah uh, yes. His name. 
is Tuxedo Mask. Oh, yeah. oh, you need the little the castanets. Oh, yes. Wrong show. Wrong show. But the thing is, is that Tuxedo Mask in that first season, including that big finale, doesn't actually do anything. Ever. Yeah. He throws a rose and basically is says a line. Says a line and leaves. It's it's literally like you know the end of and we've we've linked He Man on um, our social media this week because of the new series coming. But He Man had these little messages at the end where he's like, "Don't do this, blah blah blah." Until next time. It's literally what what his character is. He shows up, yeah. says a line, throws a rose. Until next time, I've done nothing. Yeah, <laughs> cape swoosh. Yeah. But then his character is meant to only appear to help. Sailor Moon, like even yeah, but he, does. he doesn't. He really doesn't realize it's him changing until he's, much he's kind of on. like the Dex Machina. Yeah, you know she's about to get killed. Everything is going bad. I made a distraction. And he just swoops in, does one tiny thing. Like it's usually a distraction. It's never actually defeating mm-hmm. an enemy. Never really because fighting, that's her no. job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to kind of get her out of a pinch. Yeah, he's her summon. Yeah, except <laughs> well that. I think of, you know, Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that. So someone's actually do something. Yeah. And he's just um, like a, you can do it, baby. <laughs> oh. He's, so his, he's his hype girl. He, he, yeah. He, he's he's the move in Final Fantasy that increases your attack power. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is his existence. Yeah. He, he's a buff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not buff, but he does buff. Yeah. Does yeah. he buff yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, will, anyway. I will say this though. A couple of years later, after mm-hmm. this one obviously finished, we had PGSM, which is the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon live action. Yeah, the Japanese version. The Japanese version. Yeah. Now, the Japanese version of Memory Serves Me Right was actually quite good. It is very good. The storyline is absolutely incredible. If you somehow manage to find any footage of the American version, oh, please. which apparently has been <laughs> cast into the depths of hell, but yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> from whence it came. From whence it came. <laughs> but let's be honest, if they can recover the Star Wars Christmas special from the 60s, someone has this out oh, there. Oh, someone's got to have it. Someone so has this pilot. It's much like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was born in the fires and should be one of <laughs> Returned into back it. Back into the flames. But the the Western adaptation that Hollywood tried in the 90s was shocking. Oh, yeah. And it never saw the light of day, but we've seen pictures. The Japanese rendition, however, oh, is fantastic. It is. Honestly, the storyline for the... Because I watched pretty much... I binged watched it. I found mm-hmm. a way to watch it. I watched that whole mm-hmm. thing. And the backstories of all the characters... Like, I won't go too much into it because it's not really like to the manga or the anime or anything. Mm. It's its own. Mm. It's its own story. Like the girl's hair only changes when they become the guardian characters. Oh. They actually are pretty much normal girls, normal Japanese girls. Yeah. They only transfer them into like the actual colorful girls and stuff like that. The backstories of the actual characters itself, like Ray and um, Venus, um, mm. Mina's story. Oh my god, I cried because one of the she's actually got like a death. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. a lot. Oh, okay, I haven't actually seen it. Please mm. watch it. It's just we'll watch it. It's me. it's very cheesy. It's very it. like um, Look, Power Rangers. If, if it wasn't, it wouldn't be a Japanese live no, action. No, right. Yeah, but it was yeah. just incredible. Like I I can't speak highly of it. It was just so good. But yeah, the original series amazing. Now we do need to move on and start talking about some of the other stuff to get onto our main topic of the films that are coming out. But a fun little fact: uh, this did win the 1992 Anime 1992 Anime Anime Grand Prix Award mm. um, in Japan for the manga, and uh, obviously the series itself then went and took a host of awards due to its uh, 
well-written story and the way it managed to really just kind of capture the hearts of everyone who was reading it and I mean, watching it. For me, it was my gateway into anime, honestly. Like, this is the show that got yeah. me into anime. Uh, I was saying to you before, Emma, like, this was the show I binge-watched when we could really binge-watch. I actually yeah. could binge-watch it because um, back in the day, Foxtel yeah. had episodes running mm-hmm. non-stop yeah. and now you it. can catch it on all the Funimation services and Netflix in some places yeah. too so well yeah between this and Dragon Ball th- yeah. this is it for, me. it for me I was sold yeah. I'm obsessed with Sailor Mars like she was what I idolised mm. this was my first my favourite character of all time is Sailor Mars moving right along anime communique it's time Kawaii Fi Radio Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Oh, and there's controversy, controversy baby. <laughs> All right. Some of you um, outside of Australia may not be aware, but in Australia, we have a streaming service called Anime Lab, which started by a company called Madman, who focus on international media within Australia and distributing it with dubs, subs, and so on. About 18 months ago, um, well, before that, a couple of years back, they set up Anime Lab streaming service. And about 18 months ago, Funimation became the majority shareholder of this company. Yes. Um, as of June 17, Anime Lab is no more. Everything is migrated to Funimation's services. They will be retaining the Anime Lab team, which is great news for the local presence here. But the transition is branding everything Funimation across its services, social media, and users will be able to log into Funimation now using their Anime Lab ca- account information. <sighs> this might not be good news. <laughs> Um, we, we already knew it. What like okay we've been experienced the Funimation yeah. experience for the past 18 months yep. it's been fine the issue is the way we access the content because mm. Anime Lab's app is probably one of the best the anime best. viewing apps yeah. in the world and that's not to just kind of toot our own horn they, they no, made a amazing. conscious effort to keep improving it yeah. and adding more features to it in, re- in comparison Funimation haven't changed their app in Australia in three years no and it is a dumpster fire. You cannot find things. You will search for a title, and even if you've put the right spelling on, sometimes won't it, it won't show up no. because oh. they've indexed everything poorly. Yeah. And it sounds like, and j- just for clarification, we haven't got confirmation of this, but it sounds like, based on the, the talk that's been going around yeah. at the moment, that the Anime Lab app is going to be closed off and everything migrated to Funimation. Which makes me very, very sad. Which is going to lose them customers because it is so difficult to use. Yeah. So we can only really hope that during this takeover or part of their takeover will be to refresh the app. Well, I what we I want to see them do maybe. is take the Anime Lab and literally just take the Anime Lab sticker and yeah. replace it with the Funimation logo. I'd like that. That would be the best outcome. Well, it's it to me it makes the most sense. That and then you just it. redirect the Funimation traffic into that app mm. and rebrand the app on the App Store or relaunch it. If you need to relaunch it, relaunch it. it, but use the existing infrastructure. You spent so much money creating such a good thing, yeah. don't waste it. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they would just get rid of it. Surely that would just be dead money. Brand consistency. Yeah, but they've and already got the th- colours. This, well, and Funimation is owned by Sony. Mm. And Sony Suck. are not smart. <laughs> look, um, look, it's no, probably no, just no, cheaper no offense. for them to do it this way. That's yeah. the problem. And it's just, for me, it's really sad because I got Anime Lab, believe it or not, to watch Sailor Moon Crystal. So, mm. and it's actually, for me, Anime Lab is a really big reason why I got back into the community as well. Yeah. Um, 
one of my best friends is thanks to Anime Lab. And, um, you know, obviously they don't work there anymore, but like I connected a lot through the community of Anime Lab. I met a lot of my friends Mm. through it. Um, And it's just really heartbreaking to see something that got me back into anime and what I'm, you know, like this was a 2015, 2016 Anime Lab Mm. launch. It's 2021 now. For this long period, I've been watching anime on Anime Lab. I've been... yeah. Uh, I'm the, I'm the subscriber same. and it's just a very sad moment that yeah. it's going and I, I know it's we're still getting Funimation and, and it's making me very emotional but it's like and to Anime, be honest, Lab Anime Lab is a better product than Funimation's yeah. existing offerings like they should just be con- keeping that Anime Lab branding but it's because Sony wants to have this worldwide Funimation branding I'm interested mm. to see what happens in Europe because in Europe Funimation's branding is whacking him mm. and that's across five different countries and at the moment is that all going to become Funimation yeah, uh, because that's that's the question yeah um, we know Funimation in the UK and Northern Ireland and um, uh, you know the Republic of Ireland doesn't have anywhere near the catalog that the rest of the Funimation brand no. has and you know th- there is this concern that we're going to see that same sort of issue because of the branding and because of the rights. So I've been looking at the YouTubers and I've been watching a few um, streams and stuff and people are not happy about this at all. Mm-mm. And I've been reading the Twitter comments, things like that. Um, and one person brought up something in particular and I thought it was really interesting. You know, Funimation mm-hmm. refused to show it, even refused mm-hmm. to dub it again. Anime Lab picked it up and they started showing it. Well, I'll have to censor what you were talking about. Obviously, there, yeah, but, yeah. Right. Um, uh, the la- last yeah. year there was a show which didn't really kind of conform to the community standards right. all streaming services had, and it resulted in it getting dropped by a lot of them. Anime Lab decided to continue it. Yeah. And um, look, I-, I was not a fan of the show myself, mm. but I know that that made a lot of people happy that they had that independence they had that to do that fight so. to do it, yeah. yeah. And um, that's why I'm sad that we're going to lose that now because, you know... Well, we might not. We don't know the okay. extent. According to all the information that's been released on the press releases, a lot of Anime Lab stuff is being closed down. Uh, the Anime Lab blog is being retired. All future posts will be moved into Funimation's blog system. Anime Lab's social media team will remain as the branding transitions over the following months, but it doesn't yeah. say what happens after that. No. Uh, Anime Lab staff in Melbourne will still be there as well under the Funimation brand. But the issue kind of is, is that they haven't specified how this transition is going to work or why this transition was even needed. And why, like, all of a sudden, oh, bang, by the way, we're going to be changing in Yeah, like in like week. two weeks. Excuse like, me? Like, give us some time, you know? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm a bit ticked off about that, to be honest. Because the, the concern a lot of the people in the community have is that the Anime Lab app will be retired mm. and then we were going to have a Have trend. we had confirmation of that? Yes. No. Oh. No, no. Some it. have said it. but so, Some people have said it, but they haven't outright said it. They've just said yeah. I think I saw that it on everything Twitter. will be amalgamated. No, no, no. It was on Twitter. Was it on? Yeah. It was, uh, they actually responded back to someone who questioned if we have the Funimation app and the Anime Lab app, what happens then? And they pretty much said, if you've got Anime Lab, it's not going to be able to be used anymore. You're going to have to use the Funimation So one. they're going to completely turn off that yep. software. Yeah. Well, we no. don't know what no, the we, we don't, extent is. We don't is. know if that's exactly what's yeah. happening. So what we what we have here, and this is the information that Kotaku have done. Once complete, once the transition is completed, the Anime Lab blog will be ultimately retired. We'll continue publishing our articles over at Funimation.com slash blog. Instead, we're working to make sure that as many shows as possible are available on Funimation as Anime Lab transitions over, including even more anime content, the dubs you know and love, and much more. Meaning that they're moving everything from the Anime Lab Lab app mm. into the Funimation app, mm. and you can log into Funimation's online um, app 
using your Anime Lab login, mm. which suggests that that transition period is going to not work very well. No. I don't understand why they even moved the shows onto the Anime Lab app in the first place. If they knew this was going to happen, why did they, you know, there's, they added like 100 back catalogue shows onto the Anime Lab mm-hmm. app. If we knew, like, and this was, what, three or four months ago they did mm-hmm. this, they knew, like, June was, okay, the target, uh, they're going to change over. I would think that, um, you know, people who really, truly enjoy anime, mm. they don't trust Funimation. No, they don't. So they would have put it onto Anime Lab to get the cred, I suppose, okay. and to get the viewers in mm. and then rebrand it later. So then they are changing... They're going to have to change the perception of Funimation. Well, mm. look, look here, here's an interesting tidbit. In 2020, Anime Lab managed to outlast its international counterpart after Funimation announced that access to Funimation now will be shut down mm. in Australia and New Zealand. Now, I don't know if there's actually... there. You can't access Funimation at all. Yeah. So how are they going to transition? Are they going to create a brand new app? Well, that's what we can't figure out. There's so many unknowns. And obviously, Mm. we'll keep you up to date once we do hear about it um, and share it across our social media. Mike had sent us a price as well. No, pricing's not changing. That's what they say. Yeah, but Australia's pricing is directly reflective of Funimation US's pricing. Mm. So while they are a little cheaper here... They wouldn't raise the pricing because they're already cutting the name that people know and trust. Mm. They wouldn't then stab you again with the price hike. Look, if they do it, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to cancel. Well, in the days mm. of pirating, I know. They yeah. can't afford to do that really. To do that. They yeah. can't afford to be greedy. Mm. Hey guys, future editing Kyle here. Having had a couple of days since we recorded this, there's been a few pieces of updates to the whole story with Anime Lab and Funimation. So at this point, the latest information we have is that from now, everything will continue as normal, but from June 17th, you can log into the Funimation app using your Anime Lab details. They are also going to add apps to the PS5, to more TVs and Nintendo Switch, along with others. And they say Anime Lab will continue for now to give you some time to head over to Funimation and get started. However, in the near future, Anime Lab will close and Funimation will be your go-to place for all the latest simulcast news and exclusive content, meaning we're moving from one app to another. They've got a question on their site, will Funimation have all the same functionality or features that I've experienced on Anime Lab? And they say the Anime Lab and Funimation technical teams are working very closely together to bring you the best user experience on Funimation possible, including a brand new app refresh. So there is an app refresh in the works, whether that will be taking what they've learned from Anime lab and improving it or otherwise we don't know but it does mean the anime lab app will definitely be going away there's a reason that anime lab lasted so long in the market True. That's because they did the right thing they by did. the consumers and they did the right thing um when it came to excuse me when it came to doing their um you know their licensing mm-hmm. and you know not overcharging and they were very much within the community as well. Like, oh, that's what massively. I loved about Anime mm. Lab. Like, you knew them straight away. You knew who was behind that, the Twitter. You knew who was behind the social medias. Um, not because I know that person, but it's because you knew they connected with the community. They made it. Um, to, they built this community, basically, in Australia. I'm not going to deny it. Like, uh, there's so many people that credit Anime Lab, you know, for bringing anime really back into the Australian scene in a way. Like, yes, it was there, but in a streaming sense, we all relied on Anime Lab. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 
And it's disappointing as well because obviously with Funimation trying to acquire uh, Crunchyroll, which everyone is saying is done, it hasn't got regulator approval yet, mm. so it's not done. Um, it will eventually happen though. Yeah. But with that, that basically means they have Sony have a monopoly over what anime we can watch everywhere. We haven't got High Dive in Australia. We haven't we got do. Retro. Not not the full version. Oh really? We do not have the full version of High Dive in Australia. So what do we have then? We we've got a version which is based on. Um, it's basically limited stuff. Anything that's been done in-house for them, we get. Otherwise, they've, they've got a lot Seriously? bigger catalogue on High Dive International than we get in Australia. We don't have access to Retro Crush, which has a ton of the old anime, which is no longer available on digital or physical media. Okay. Um, we haven't got access to that. And so while we've got access to, you know, some stuff, it's not the extent as the competitors in the US do. Mm. And that's frustrating. And that's going to be really concerning because that means that Sony Net... Sony own animation studios, Sony own voice acting studios, Sony own music music studios, which is used for anime. They're starting to get enough power to dictate whether or not a show gets shown international and shipped international. And that's what's really worrying me. Everyone's going, oh, but from a consumer side, it's great. It might mean all of my stuff's in one place. That's great and all. But if you can't watch the stuff you want to watch and the stuff that wants to get made isn't getting made because Sony's refusing to fund it, that's Mm. a major issue for the industry. Mm. Yeah, although when you say that, we are fortunate that we've got tycoons like Netflix and Amazon and Amazon, and Amazon that are buying up that. They are, but typically they don't do a good job. Hey, Netflix have done all right. Mm, Netflix oh, in some, particular. Some Netflix originals no, have been look, good. Yeah. Look, so, some Netflix originals have been good, but they've been the ones that Netflix hasn't made themselves. They're the ones that someone else has pitched it to them. So uh, an animation studio said, we want to make this, would you fund it? And yeah, those and are that's good, great. Those are the good ones. But those aren't happening very often because Netflix wants full control over the product they're selling. Oh, of course they do. I mean, yeah. Therefore, Netflix are producing their own content that they decide on and the production quality on them is shoddy. Okay, but like at least Netflix is there bringing some of the real back catalogue shows that we would not have been able to have. Like, I credit them for bringing back Neon Genesis onto a streaming site. That would never have happened. Oh, look. Yeah, ne- yeah Neon, Neon Genesis would have eventually ended up on a streaming site. It was just finding someone who was willing to pay the price. That was the issue. That's, well, that's where the thing. Netflix and Netflix has the big it. bucks to do Amazon it. Amazon could have as well. Amazon. Yeah, uh, but Amazon is. And unfortunately, it meant we got the awful new dub of Neon Genesis, which is. Yeah, that's, that's depressing in its own right, mm. but. Look, we've got Neon Genesis on a streaming platform. The yeah. only thing I'm worried about with Netflix is they always have time frames of how long they'll keep the um, yeah. catalog on. Yeah, and and it's because they want only their own internal stuff. That's why they've made this massive push to create their own original Netflix original shows. Okay, and don't be wrong, as we've mentioned, some of them are great, but the vast majority of them end up being pretty shocking like mm. some of the anime adaptations we've seen on netflix have just been awful oh, it's true. getting better mm. and we're especially this season we haven't got it here yet but shaman king and eden zero haven't released on the international one that they they both released the first part of them this month okay um they are apparently really good but good. once again it's a case where it's an independent studio right. so like Kyo animation and so mm-hmm. on have mm. created it and came up with you know suggested it and instead of the old pl- um the old agreement they had with Netflix where they'd rent it off them and then they then have to shop it somewhere else they've entered partnership deals now mm. so in the future going forward maybe better but for now i i think that's that would be very exciting for a company to enter a partnership with a uh, someone with money studio. yeah right? someone with mm. money like yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. um i'm Look, with I'm not too worried about this cross this change. It's sad to lose the name, but I'm mm. kind of seeing 
true to my character, which is terminally optimistic, <laughs> and uh, just hoping that they will just rebrand, which doesn't actually mean a lot. Mm-hmm. I if hope they've that's what changed, it is. If they've already bought all mm-hmm. of Anime Lab, except the name, and you didn't even notice, then, you know, I, I'm going to stay... I'm gonna say. Well, well, look. I mean, you know what? I, I, I'm hopeful as well, but I just, I'm, I'm very wary of Sony having monopolies on anything. Yeah. Oh, it just sounds like every other Australian media, doesn't it? It Ooh. does, doesn't it? This is true. <laughs> All right, let's Shots move fired. on to something a bit more positive, and hey. by positive, I mean young girls in dire straits. What? Wonder Egg Special, oh. Wonder Egg Priority oh. Special. Oh. Like, Where are you going with this? <laughs> um, Wonder Egg Special is coming out on June 29th in Japan. It's going to be a one-hour long special. Not long enough. It's not and it's going to be the continuation of the anime's 12th and final episode so not a recap by the sounds of it. Mm. Funimation have the rights to stream it in June too so um, I won't reckon June 30th, 31st is there a 30? There no, isn't. there's the not. I was going to say, there's no 31st in July June. July 1st. There so, we go. Um, so June 30th, probably then, um, because it's the only other oh, day in June just, it can be on. That's yeah. just in time for school holidays over here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so that's um, going to be really good. Now, if you haven't been around on the podcast for a while, Wonder Egg was in one of the first shows we talked about this year because it, um, it aired in January through that... Mm. Um, Excuse me. It aired in the winter season um, from January um, through to March, and it was phenomenal. It, it was, was one of the heavy hitters from the season. Yeah, a completely original series. Was it Studio Mapper? I think so, yeah. It was, it was, it was Mapper or Wit. There's my phone going. I'm real good at being a professional. Um, professional. <laughs> Uh, but look, there was a lot to like about this show. It was once again a show which kind of played around in the magical girls area, but in a lot more mature and dark way. Mm. Um, was rated MA fifteen or R depending on the region. So obviously not for the kids, uh, for the parents listening. This one wouldn't be for them. It takes on a lot of quite heavy themes um, involving you know mental health and um, you know. So, uh, I guess you could say the psychological well-being of the characters. Well, it's actually categorised as a psychological thriller, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. So that, that that's a valid point. It's uh, definitely not for everyone. So it's cute as hell, but then it gets real dark. It does. Now um, that's going to be on June 29 in Japan. Funimation services worldwide streaming. Uh, they have the rights for it in June as well. Um, so that will mean Anime Lab. It will mean Wacken Him. Nice. It's just a question of when those services get the rights to do so. Funimation mm. US should be pretty much the same day. God, I can't wait, though. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's going to be really Oof. good. Um, now, going on to uh, something that I shouldn't be hopeful of because Netflix is behind it, because I clearly am so jaded. You like, really are, actually. Maybe I'm just jaded this week. Negative Nelly. Yeah. Negative Nelly. Yeah. But I'm really excited because Netflix's live-action Cowboy Bebop is premiering Ooh. in American Fall. So that would be the last quarter of this year. Mm. With Yoko Kano returning as composer for the soundtrack. She is the incredible woman behind the original Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. Nice. Iconic. Yeah. That now, soundtrack is iconic. I remember Cowboy Bebop. I thought it was a great show, but mm-hmm. are we hyping it up too much, though? Was it really that? Look, I Look. didn't watch it at the same time everybody else watched it. Yeah. Me neither. Um, when, you know, when I guess people were younger when it first came out or yeah. whatever. It's It's good. Mm. It's pretty good. It's very cool. Yeah, like, I give it that. It's, it's, it's a cool. It's got that factor. top cool yeah. factor. It does. It really does. Yeah. But um, th- this is uh, going to apparently be following 
a similar storyline as the original, so they're not going to change too uh. much, but it's not the... So, storyline, not story. So, these are kind of going to be stories that they created in between the original stories. Oh, okay. So, it's the same overarching storyline. That's that's what the press releases have said. I wonder if they have any romance back... Because being a Netflix show kind of thing, mm. I mean, Spike and... Faye. Spike oh, yeah. and have, Faye have had a very begrudging relationship. But wasn't Can it you bring up pictures of the, uh, the, the the team behind it? Well, the actors. The actors yeah, I'd like to see it? what they look like. To be oh, actually, let's, yeah. Let's say Spike was schmick. Oh yeah, schmick, cool boy. So I'm going to no. mute this, but they did a. Um, this has got Tank the opening theme. Okay. Uh, for it. Oh, she looks like a Faye. Yeah. Oh God. God. They look. Wow, really, they look really like the, good. That's crazy. Is that John? Yeah, John Cho. John Cho, yep. And um, I can't remember the name of um, the guy playing Jet, but he played uh, Bushmaster in uh, Luke Cage 2. And wow, he they was a look phenomenal like... Actor. I know John Cho from Star Trek. Yeah, I know him from Harold and Kumo Go to White Castle. Oh, of so. course, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they announced this week that Yoko Kano would be doing all the music and they pretty much went and said, no... Cowboy Bebop without Yoko Kano isn't Cowboy Bebop. So Amazing. The, mm. the original team's on board. Sunrise are on board. It's really so you know embodying it's that be good. file. Yeah. Man, can you imagine if Sailor Moon had this treatment, though? Oh. It wouldn't get this treatment because I'm sorry, but Sailor Moon isn't that kind of cool. It's yeah. different. True. True. But I was I was thinking, you know, if they ever do, like, you know how they do, like, winks... The, um, oh, the, the yeah. wink, yeah. I wouldn't mind the ah. Sailor Moon like that. Mustafa Shakir is playing Jet, sorry. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah, and he's he's just such a good actor. He is, yeah. <laughs> I love how, like, when you go on uh, Anime News Network and click his name, it only comes up with Cowboy Bebop. It's just like, ah, yeah. this is the only thing this man has ever done. <laughs> he, he definitely didn't get this job because he's a good actor. Nope. <laughs> the most important role he'll ever play. <laughs> but yeah, if you've got money to a show, you have a good oh, He's cool though. Yeah. He's so cool. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, um, but the, this is going to be a big role for him. And alongside with uh, Daniela Pinder, who's uh, playing... Um, Faye Valentine. Mm. Oh, he was in just, uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Bushmaster. Um, but uh, Daniela Pinder, I hadn't really heard of before. And then I started looking at yeah, like, she, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, uh, Jurassic World. She's in the upcoming. I didn't know there was a new Jurassic World oh, coming. Yeah. Domination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the originals, which was that vampire teen sort of oh, thing. I started watching that. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> it's not for other, it's, it's not for everyone. He was in Expendables. He's been in a lot of stuff as a sort. Uh, sorry, sorry. Daniela has been in a lot of sort stuff, which was sort of a minor um, role, and then she was cast as the witch Sophie for season four of The Vampire Diaries, okay. and that then kind of bolstered her, and she started getting more and more roles. But she's a phenomenal actor, and she actually, um, if you have a look online on Netflix, uh, it would have been about twelve months ago. They did interviews with the cast during the break during COVID all over mm -hmm. Skype. And she is so into it. She's just done everything to learn about, um, you know, her character. Good. That's awesome. And, you know, really embody it. And she goes, I've, I've just tried to figure out what her mannerisms would be and implement it in my day-to-day -day life Perfect. to practice it so it's natural. I feel like John Cho would be a nerd as well. John Cho's a massive nerd. I think he's yeah. a massive fan of B-pop as I well. I bet he would he be. Yeah, yeah, I think that was one of the high-key reasons he had to do this yeah. show because mm -hmm. he's a massive fan. Well, it's kind of like um, Taika Waititi is a massive fan of Akira and that's why everyone went berserk when they announced he was going to be the director for it. Oh, and I didn't it, know that. Really? Well, yeah, it's yeah, now been yeah, shuttered yeah. again because oh everything. God, I love him so um, much. He's such a good director. But um, yeah, because he was going to adapt the full six manga instead of just the film version, mm. which is. Mwah. 
Beautiful. But um, look, that is where we will leave the anime news today. So keep an eye on our social media for more anime news and trailers. Um, Whenever it pops up, we'll throw it up there as well. Um, But we should get back to what we want to talk about, and that is, of course, Pretty pretty Guardian Salem. Pretty Guardian Salem. Kawaii Fi Radio. We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club. Well, we didn't have to sit through any ads this time, so that was a win, actually. Um, But uh, we have all caught the first uh, Sailor Moon Eternal film, and uh, Farfar, you've caught the second. Yes. Um, It is now available on Netflix. It landed last week, and uh, it's it's something. It's something. It's, It's a real... Surreal. So, yeah. But before we go into that, we do need to um, take a step back and talk about where this has come from. So, if you if you recall, we mentioned a little earlier that the original Sailor Moon series ran in the 90s. So, uh, yep. 1992 to 1993, and then subsequently as following for each of the sequels. Was it, was it 97 it ended? 98. 98, 98. yeah. Um, and we didn't get all of those series. We missed out on Sailor Stars yeah. because there were some considered contentious and controversial parts of it. Yep. Um, and then after, in 2016, they decided to reboot the franchise with Sailor Moon Crystal following the manga directly. Goodness me, we were all so excited when that was announced. Unfortunately, that didn't stick the landing. And then it came no. out and then you were like, oh no. They used... Well, actually, no. I also had like... Uh, Sailor Moon goggles on my face at that point because I thought it was amazing. But when you mm. watch back, you'll go, oh my goodness Look, the, the CG and animation quality were not where they should have been. No. That, that was the big thing. And the fact that they used CG as a core part of it for the transformation mm. sequences mm. really took away from the show. Terrible. It took you out of the moment the It's experience. not right. It's not true to yeah. the original. No. The art style didn't reflect the original shows. And no. in some cases, like faces didn't seem centered nope. on the actual face. Mm. Um, like that That's kind of a critical thing that you need to do. And mm. even though the original series did that, it was because of the art style it worked. It was yeah. kind of funny. It was like, oh, they all look a little bit weird here. But they have just gone through something weird. So fair enough. Mm. Um, the big issue was that the show removed the any heart. of the comedy, the heart, the entertainment factor. Yeah. And sure, the original series has a lot of film filler, um, but Crystal was so focused on the story. It was 100 as direct as the manga. It, it didn't have as much to give. No. And th- that that was really disappointing. So the first two, um, it's really strange as well. Only 39 episodes to get up to where we are, which is where mm. Sailor Moon Super S would have been, or Stars, um, mm. in the other one. S so and Stars. Yeah, so yeah. 200 episodes they've covered in 39. Mm. Um, and then two Woof. films. Yeah. So that tells you how much of it was filler. Mm. Because the original manga only had, I think it was, yep, 61 chapters. Yeah. 18 volumes. Not a lot. So oh, not a wow. lot. Yeah. So it tells you how much was padded for the TV show, which, yeah. you know, was common case. Um, commonplace. It was commonplace. so Commonplace. Commonplace. Yeah. Um, it was, yes, it was so good. But because it didn't have the comedy or the heart, it didn't have the character, the characters were still relatable, the but the they felt distant. Mm. You, not everyone kind of liked it. And no. then the second season, second part of season one came out and it improved. <laughs> And then it wasn't great. And then the no. third season came out and it improved a lot. Oh, a massive improvement. That was yeah. under a different director. So, mm. yeah. Tell you what. <laughs> Crystal season three, which is when we were introduced to Neptune, Uranus, oh, and Pluto. Yeah, yeah so the, and out, the outer planet. Um, which scouts. changed the um, animation team. And you could tell yeah, massive. Like, it's still, still under still Toei Animation. Still held the tone of but Crystal, but... It, it 
definitely Oof. they moved towards Fluid. the original yeah. art style. Mm. Um, and you know, this series was to pre- you know to celebrate the twentieth anniversary. So it's kind of interesting that we've gotten to a point now that we've had the first two seasons not great, third season quite good. Mm. The equivalent of season four, which is the Sailor Moon Eternal. Eternal movies, one and two, have come out and they cover that whole dark circus arc. Nailing your arc. Which was shocking in the original. Like, it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, I mean, a very controversial season in its own mm-hmm. right. Um, and I think. Still is. Yeah, e- yeah. even yeah, the. Yeah, what current, were they? The Amazonias? Yeah. Yeah. The quartet and the trio. The trio and the quartet. quartet. Yeah, yeah. They, they just. They're not appropriate. No. It was weird. No. Yeah. Um, but look. <laughs> but that's not what we were going to talk, talk about. Really. Let's talk about the actual film. So, this mm. is on Netflix now. It yep. originally released in Japan, movie one, on January 8 and February 11 for movie two. Mm. Um, they were meant to be six months apart. Part, but COVID, so Perfect. you know, we get that, it all one go. They, they were <laughs> yeah. like, "Well, we've got them both sitting here. Would yeah. you like it?" <laughs> we know you're not doing anything else. Watch them both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's what happened with Demon Slayer, isn't it? You know, well, <laughs> it was in cinemas for seven months in I, Japan. It's insane. I do wonder though, how would have happened if it did get released into cinema? Well, especially it, so here, it, it did have the cinema release no. over there, but not here. And the reason for that was because when Toei looked at the international rights agreements mm. and how they'd have to go about it for an international release, the amount of money Netflix offered was more than they estimated they get from the whole Perfect. world's cinema uh, ticket sales. Because yeah. obviously, you don't get all of that ticket sales. If your mm. ticket's $20, you don't get $20 as a, as no. a filmmaker. You get maybe yeah. six. Mm. And yeah. it, that varies depending by region. And you wouldn't make that, you would not make that money. You wouldn't. Because not nah. many people go to the movies anymore. It's insanely expensive. Well, it's, it's not just that. Not many people want to sit next to another person. That yeah. too. <laughs> and, and Sticky that's, floor. You and know, that's it's if true, your cinema's yeah. open. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's out on Netflix. And all right. I, I think we need to be brutally honest Let's here. be brutally honest. It's not great. Don't do it. It's Don't. it's it's not it's not unwatchable. Uh, I it's look not as good as it could be. As a fan, mm. uh, I would be blunt and I say you cannot go into this film as a standalone at all. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. You have to have watched Crystal in the lead up. Yep. I haven't seen like a lot of Crystal, mm. so I was watching it and I'm like, what's what? I yeah, recognize too... those characters. Yeah. But because uh, the story really is in a different order from so the manga. Yeah. This is following the manga's order, but they didn't follow the manga order for the um, the original '90s series. No, they the kind 90s of never did no. rearranged, rearranged and just grabbed it, yeah. bits they thought were good and went. Oh, we're coming to a finale. Let's find a big arc and throw that in. Right. Um, I, this look, I had a lot of beef with this movie. All right. Mm, well, tell us. L- lay out the beef. Let's let's get chopping on the uh, chopping the on the beef steaks. Out of the way. Okay. okay. So the animation. I'm not a fan. It's very bright. Very, it's very bright. too bright. The eyes in particular are yeah. a bit too but bright. But in comparison to what Crystal had, this is a massive step up. Oh, look. Massive. I'm sh- and I de- definitely a massive yeah. step up, but it's not good enough. No. For, not for, for a Netflix, franchise of yeah. this Compared size. to the OG, yeah. it's... It's, it's yeah, I'm with you. With you, it's, it's yeah. odd. Now you know? that, that's not to say you shouldn't watch it. If you oh, are a Sailor I mean, Moon fan, please do check yeah. it out. Um, it's just I think the the way I don't know if it's the dub or the sub uh, or if it's the no, original it's content. The original content. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't flow well. No, it, this is a problem Crystal had as well, and uh, as beautiful as the manga is and stuff like that, 
You need the heart for you Sailor do. Moon. It mm. just does not work if you just... The movie has a real focus on Chibi Moon. Yeah. It does. Little Rabbit or whatever you want to call her. Chibi Usa. And I have always hated Chibi Usa. Oh, yeah. I find uh, her... I think she's probably one of the most polarising characters of the yes, show. Like, definitely. Yeah, ne- 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 definitely. Never, never mind like relationships with age gaps or anything like that. Her existence was incredibly problematic. It was oh, really honestly. uncomfortable, I found. Mm. And it was like, I don't know if it was touched on, I can't remember if it was this movie or the next one that it touches on. Oh, there was some controversial. No, no, you, it's, well, it's, it's was the first one? film. Yeah. yeah. See, I, Between her and, and um, Mamoru. Mamoru like, she has yeah. a crush on her own father. And yeah. she acknowledges that as well, yes. which is like. She's constantly I, fighting with technically her mother for her father's. Affections. Affection. Uh, yeah, but like. It's not just affection. It's, yeah. It's, I, mean, I mean, admittedly, she is a child. She's a child who's jealous of her mother. Yeah. Which and is very Freudian. Which is very Freudian. Um, you're definitely right there. And I'm not saying it's appropriate. No. I'm, I'm saying I also understand that children's thought patterns don't necessarily translate very well mm. into it if you're explaining it as media. And I think that's part of the problem. I don't. I'd be really concerned if the creator decided, yes, she's in romantic love with Tuxedo Mask. See, that's how but I that's, got it that's from what my I, movie. That's what it is. Yeah, like, and, uh, she has look, a romantic crush on yes. her on her father. Yeah, Takeuchi Noko has a lot to, and she is very jealous of her mother's beauty and her legs, and you know, because she wants, she wants to, to be, be her mother. Beautiful. She yeah. wants to be her mother. And I, it was weird. They had it a is. lot of young children who were like maybe six, having crushes or weird little moments. But that's with the thing. Like adults. she knows it's her mother, and the way she treats her in like the, yeah. yeah, it it frustrates me to no end. Like she has this weird disjointure with like her actual parents from the thirtieth century, yes. and then these teenagers that she's but mm. hanging out with. Yeah, but it's it's still me. weird. It's. <laughs> It's just another case of why Japan. Really, honestly, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Like, even like with the original series, like you see, was that Nani? Uh, <laughs> would you like a Nani? I would. Uh, nani. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like uh, Sailor Moon R, you see, she's very young, very young, like, probably like five or six, right? Mm. Yeah. Then you get to Super S, which is te- theoretically what Eternal is based on, mm. mm-hmm. and she's probably what like she's eight a little bit, I think, I, as well. I, eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, this, it's just so like, that's, uh, that in Australia, that's year five? Year five, yeah. Year four no. or five? No. Just, just yeah. no. And but, like, like the relationship actually. she has with Helios no. Pegasus is no. just... Yeah. That Pegasus relationship is just not okay. Because... It wasn't okay in the original. It's still not okay it's now. It's still not okay. And oh. they try to justify... Yeah, not that after the Pegasus. second movie. But they try to justify it in the second, like, please wait for me kind of attitude. And yeah, it's but just, that's... That's I, not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, that, that's, that, just, that, that's grooming and that's a crime. Thank you. Uh, that, I can't yeah. say anything better than that and it's yeah. exactly it. Like It doesn't matter. Yeah. E- even Japan has cr- laws against it. And this is what I don't understand. Why are we getting shows like, like this? And, you know, this is going to a global audience as well. Like that's. But here's the thing. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If they change the narrative for it, everyone would complain that they weren't sticking to the manga. If they stick True. with the narrative, everyone chastises them for sticking to that story when it's not appropriate. Uh, but this, yeah, but they could just argue that it's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially in modern times. You can, but 
we've seen a lot with Japanese companies uh, over the years where they don't want to risk confrontations. We've seen how big a deal it is if a Japanese company has to apologize. We've, you know, whether that's them doing a deep bow in front of the media and mm. so on. And they, they do them for very small things. Like, as we saw um, Chris from Abroad in Japan mentioning, a train that left 20 seconds early. Like Okay, but then why are we letting Salomon get away with this, though? Like, is it just the whole glittery... Because it's been so... Like, it's been out there for so long that we can let this I, get away with it. Like, I find there, throughout the show mm. there have been problems that have arisen oh god yeah and then have been stamped out by the next director or producer right so in the second half of the first season mm. they introduced panty shots they true did. which infuriated me yeah and coming it back into the Sailor Moon R yeah they oh, have yeah, completely yeah, yeah. gotten rid of those mm. mm-hmm. but the characters are skimpier Yep. However, they're not. So the they, way that they're dressed also, is sexy, but they're not sexualized. But and they've also made them skinnier. Yeah. Is Especially, this in Eternal? No, oh, this, this is in the original series oh, okay, and yeah, in yeah. Eternal. This is R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, R. Uh, Jupiter in particular, she's meant to be you know, muscular. Buff. She does. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. They've shrunk her shoulder width. True. Shrunk her thighs. Yep. Shrunk her waist mm. so that she fits in with the other girls. Yeah, Whereas and that's before, what I don't she like. Was, you know, she looked like a real girl. Yeah, and the, you know that was the appealing factor of the show because you could feel like the every mm. type of girl could be Same in with Mars. A... Mars yes. was short and stocky and then they made her look petite. Was she not? Oh, no, uh, well, no, no, I, no. I felt like when you compared it to... She always radiated to, a different kind of yeah, strength. Yeah, she always had yeah, that different strength. But like when you, like the stances she would make, sorry. Yeah. Like she oh, she okay, wasn't okay, physically yeah. short and stocky, but she'd crouch down into True. riding stances. Yeah. Yep. She'd broaden herself and make herself appear larger. Whereas if you have a look at um, Venus or Moon, they don't. They stick with the slender stylizing. They're still very delicate. Uh, yeah. And that's the other thing I wanted to bring up was I found with Eternal, there was a lot of sexualization of the... Um, yeah. The imagery and stuff yeah. like Venus for particular. There's a scene with Venus, like just lying down. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we, we there was a lot this of in the original. Nudity. Very well. Like yeah. alluding to nudity in the movie yeah. that they had never had before in any of the seasons. So before every single transformation, you'd get a shot of their face and naked. Bare shoulders. Bare shoulders and throat, which was never, never. in the See, original like, series. I mean, that in its own right is not erotic but the issue is is that they're doing that to someone underage in a mm. situation that suggests there are and that that's the issue they've never done it before even in like the original Sailor Moon when there were the scenes in that final story arc right where they had them doing like the the spirits joining her mm. they were still in full costume mm. Mm. they they never alluded to anything more well there was that one scene where it was uh my- uh, Sailor Moon and Chibi Moon stayed at yes. Mamoru's house. Yes. Yeah. And, and Sailor um, Moon was not in... She was in like a... Very... She was in like a grandma nighty. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And Chibi Moon was in one of Mamoru's shirts. Right. Basically, yeah. which is... If it, a grown woman was in that, it'd be very sexy. Um, but they all slept in the same bed. And there was at one point where Chibi Moon was like thinking about how beautiful Sailor Moon is. And they had like an overshot for mm. two of them. And for some reason, Usagi was... Naked. Yes. You couldn't see anything, yeah. but for no reason. She was naked. She was naked. Yeah. Because Chibi Moon wanted her body. Yeah. It but, was weird. And here, here's the thing which I still find very strange. Mm. Even Crystal and these films are rated PG. 
Yeah, I really I, don't I understand it at all. Entirely it's inappropriate, and it's it doesn't add anything. It doesn't. No. If anything, it's, it detracts from the story yeah. because you're distracted by the fact they've done this. You're going, why did you do this? Yeah, it's like that is not why I'm here to watch this story. And then obviously with the second movie, it it. <sighs> I, I can't it even. Worse? It, it does, and because obviously you get Uranus, Neptune, uh, and obviously the relationships those yeah. characters had those were, were censored. Older Western yep. versions, so they were heavily, well, not heavily. They were more. They they were more put in those they were positions. More mature. Yeah, uh, because they were all meant to be university students. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Except for Pluto, of course, yeah. who's meant to be the same age. They as had Chitty involved Moon. romantic relationships. Mm. Wait, they, who? Uh, Pluto. No, no, Saturn was the Sat- same age as um, Chibi Yusa. Is it Saturn? No, I thought it was Pluto. Pluto is the Pluto. oldest. Really? Oh, I thought yes. Pluto yeah. was the smallest. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh. Pluto's the, yeah. Saturn's the one that time traveler? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, Pluto's the time traveler, but Saturn's the one of oh, death. Oh, you're, yes. Oh, no, that's you're right. right. Yeah. I've, I've gone yeah. completely the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. flipped them around. So, yeah, Sailor, uh, Sailor Pluto was the one who had the staff and the yes. long flowing green hair. Yeah. 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 Where, so you were saying a sailor Saturn who was the short. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. some reason, I had them flipped in no, my no, head. No, 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 That no. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, because she's, she's like the same age as Chibi Moon. Oh, but maybe a year older or something. Yeah. But, yes. but she's in that same age bracket. Yeah. Well, but, she is the extra sailor scout for Chibi Moon. So they all, the core five, then have like a... They're right now. Like Chibi, so that would be the outer... They they have an outer planet equivalent. Yeah. 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 So they have like their 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 partner, if you will. Right. So Pluto was kind of paired with Jupiter. Mercury. Jupiter. Jupiter? Yeah. In the movie. Oh in the mo- no, you're right. Actually in the movie, yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Because then they they introduce the outer oh, planets, course, if you will, yes. back into yeah, yeah, yeah. and they then, you know, in no. a moment of panic they I, I, I need to um I need to do a bit of quick maths here. We've got five Sailor Scouts yep. in the yeah. main story. And then we've got Chibi Moon as well, so that's six. Mm-hmm. We only have four outer planets. And actually, if you want to go by no, NASA's thing, go by, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but technically only three. Do they have, because I didn't get this far. I got about halfway through yeah. R, and then we didn't get any more. So I, I only knew of the uh, outer sailor sink, well, outer girls. Well, if we're talking about their corresponding mm. like partner, like Sailor Venus Moon was partnered with Artemis. Ah, that's true. That's true. So in Eternal, they all get like a power up, if oh, you will. Yeah. Yes. Encouraged by their partner. Either yeah, their partner. And they get two power ups. They obviously get their super form, which is the mm. with their yeah. partnership, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously with Artemis and Venus, and then like Mars with her Venus and Demos, and um, it, yeah. you'll see it. And Jupiter was just being badass. And, and Mercury Jupiter too. was with Uranus. Uranus. No, I'm, I mean in the film. Very, yeah, Jupiter was with Uranus. Yeah. That was when in her <laughs> dire need, Uranus, Uranus came to her yeah. and was like, you can do I'm, this. I was talking about the Eternal film because they got their first power up in there. Well, yeah, yes. same. Yeah, same. Wait, what? Yeah. I must have looked yeah. away when we were watching. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. That's, that's, yes. well, we're going to watch the second half tonight. I've watched the second half. Where were you? Oh, the part two, you mean? Yeah. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, I hate it. I'm going to watch the second so part. Yeah, I really need to know. First, Let's get doubling. The first movie, we're looking at the <laughs> core five getting, and Tribute yeah. obviously, getting their Sailor Moon superpower. Mm. Mm. Then you get the first half of the second movie where you see the outers get their get power They come up. back. Yeah. Um, but then you'll see the next form of transition, which is when they go into their princess mode, which has never happened oh. in the original Because that anime. happened in Stars, didn't it? 
it, briefly, yes. It, it, it yeah. wasn't shown. It wasn't shown well, officially. Well, we, we never got it. So. No. Yeah. Um, so we've never seen it. We've never seen oh, them actually okay. acknowledge their princess form yeah. till now. And so that's what is a very big difference to the original anime to Eternal. Um I like that because mm. we've always wanted to see that actually happen and yeah. like be acknowledged and things like that yeah. because they are the princess of their respective planet. Yeah. You know what's really funny? I totally accept that there is a moon kingdom and there's a princess of that, but there's please, Mercury doesn't have a kingdom. It's too hot. <laughs> too hot or too cold, depending on what side you're on. Like, um, uh, being a nerd. Space, space, <laughs> space nerd. stuff. Yeah, for some um, reason my mind's like, moon, yes. Mercury, never. Well, Mer- Mercury is tidally locked to the sun, so one side is always facing yeah. the sun and one side is always facing away. Mm. So you're either to the so hot that you get literally boiled alive instantly or you're so fro- so cold you get frozen instantly because mm. light never touches the other side so it's both the hottest and coldest planet within the inner solar system That's which cool. i think is so cool um well i say it's the hottest hottest naturally venus is just oh, no nah. yeah that's you don't she go different there. she different look she's got some serious anti- acid problems for her gut she needs yeah. ass acids that that's NASA's next mission. They're going to go pour a ton of Gaviscon over oh my <laughs> Venus, oh my goodness, <laughs> so they can land. Um, but I it, love that whole concept, though. Like even mm. you know the mm. pri- the Moon Princess, like the yes. bunny off the moon, which is obviously a very Japanese. It's concept. a huge yeah. Japanese. I would story. like. I want to know if there is like like obviously we knew about the bunny and the moon story. Yeah, but is there like. Like a folklore regarding, like, was this based off something? Um, like- so a lot of um, moon stories in Japan are based around Kaguya and the moon. So mm. the, the ah, princess who gets trapped yes. on the moon and can never have her love. And that's <gasps> which the, is Sailor Moon, which is Sailor Moon and Momotaru's, um, because oh, he's the earth earth spirit prince, and she's yeah. the moon spirit. So they can never be together. Yeah. Um, which is you know they oh. they can well, <laughs> they have yeah, a kid. But, I mean, hello. <laughs> but um, yeah, spoilers. even like Crystal Tokyo is such a beautiful concept to me. Mm. Like yes, I find it really interesting that they then go and do this, try and take that same knowledge and apply it to the different planets. Mm. The second opening, uh, where they actually show um, Millennium, mm. yeah, Millennium City, if you will, or whatever it's called, Silver Millennium, it's the Silver Millennium. That's it. Um, it's so beautiful. Oh God, it is. Like, honestly, yeah, uh, it's it's really bad. Like every time I watch that opening, I want to cry. I love it so much. <laughs> now, when you went to Japan, did you go to the official Sailor Moon store? There's a what? <laughs> Harajuku, because that, that was the first thing I had to do when I went to Harajuku is go to the official Sailor Moon store because that is for me. So the first time I went to Japan, I went with my mother, um, a friend and her mother. Yeah. So we were very new to Japan oh, see, and yeah. my mum loves planning trips. So she planned everything. everything. So we didn't have a lot of time. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did, you know, the bridge and the shrine that's there, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and just wandered around. Mm. And the second time I went, um, we didn't. I didn't get there because we were in Tokyo for like a day. Yeah. The third time I went with my sister... I was really ill oh, the mm. day that we went um, okay. and it was pouring down with rain because yeah. we went um, We went actually during the 2019 typhoon Oof. in October. Oof. Oh. Yes, we were in Kyoto when the typhoon hit so um, we actually got stuck in Kyoto for I an extra day. It, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so we weren't affected by it, really. Uh, it did ruin our day, oh our my, plans, and it freaked out my sister because mm. we got – 
um, emergency alarms on our phones. Oh, wow. Yeah, Even yeah. though they were turned off, we had no internet Amazing. access. What? I have no idea how it came oh. through, but we both just got one and it was just a wall of text. Like, I can read a little bit of Japanese, but, but there was, was some really galore, complicated yeah. kanji in there and I couldn't figure Oof. it out. Um, so, no, I never got to find it because I have never been able to spend enough time uh, So, you're, you're telling there. me that's on the list? Obviously. You have to. <laughs> like, no, that's why we're going. Uh, actually, we better not. I might buy everything. <laughs> You'd be so. It's actually quite small for what it is, but hmm. just to say that you yeah. have been to the official. St- I had to buy mm. at least one. Do they have thing. a cafe? Um, they do have a cafe somewhere else, which oh. they do the the performances. Oh, we should. Yeah, I'd prefer we'll do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's another big thing with Sailor Moon is it's not only just you know anime or live action. They have stage musicals. They've got oh, wow. um, cafes. It is. Big. It's like, an institution. Right. Yeah. So the first permanent, um, this is from Otoku, Otaku in Tokyo, a uh, anime tourism and all things Otaku blog. A guide to Tokyo's first permanent Sailor Moon Cafe mm. is the Shining Moon Tokyo Sailor Moon Cafe. And it was opened in August 2019. Yep. Incredibly popular. What's on the menu? A lot of Sailor Moon branded ah, That'll be food. why I haven't been there because it... Just <laughs> it opened just before like the pandemic. The <laughs> two months be- prior to when yeah. I went, and yeah, wow. I had already planned everything by then. Oh my god, this looks so good! Oh my gosh, that they have a uh, tuxedo mask Sunday. Oh, that looks so good. Which looks like it's chocolate ice cream and black sesame ice cream, cream. Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. with a little biscuit that has a top hat painted it's on it. So good. Now, just to bring it back to the salmon, while oh you guys god. look at the deliciousness. So I want. There's a curry. And the rice is in the shape of a, a bunny. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that's fantastic. The dub. Yes. The dub. Um, now, let's, let, let's talk about the dub, the dub. for Eternal. Um, Same. I think they did a really good job with what they had. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think this. I don't I think was really impressed, actually. I'm high key impressed with their dub. I was super impressed with the Sailor Scouts. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't well, know. Taru didn't feel that. Great, but in this story, he's not that present either. Now, I remember this because the actual um, people who, I think, was it the author who had the say of who the voice, the English, like they had listened or the producer, something. I remember yeah. the story and they had the final say of who the English voice actor was going oh, to be wow. to match that character perfectly. That's amazing. So they knew who they were going to get and it just was like they s- They sounded like the original. Yeah. They did. And Except for Ray. Ray was a bit off. Oh, but know. Mercury was dead on. Mercury was dead on. Dead on. So and was Jupiter. So was Jupiter. Jupiter was, Jupiter was dead really on. close. Yeah. 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 But like, I love the English dub for this. It's, yeah, it was quality. Um, they did a really Absolute good quality. Job. And it's the same Viz media dub crew to do the Netflix one as well, which is oh, really yeah. nice to tie mm. that in. Mm. Now, as a purist to the original 90s one, I did love that 90s dub. Look, everyone loves the 90s dub, and I the also deep? love the 90s dub. Um, Both. I like because my favourite was Sailor Mars, and I, to this day, she's probably the reason why I like voice acting and stuff mm. like that. Mm. Katie Griffin is an incredible voice actor. I mm. loved the Deke dub. And I did too. Mm. I loved it. Here's the thing. That dub is now twenty five years old. Yeah, so yeah. The, it's for its time. It's yeah, exactly no, what it it's, is. It's great, but those actors are now twenty five years older. I will still go to a convention and I'll meet and Look, I'll shake their hand. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying yeah, that yeah. age is a bad thing. I'm saying it's a lot harder to get someone who's forty five to play a fifteen year old than it is a new voice actor. 
If you're a trained voice actor, though... Voices change over time a lot. You should, like... Oh, my yes, my voice wasn't always like this deep. You should hear what well. I did. Yeah. When I was at tw- uh, when I was 21, 20, I did some radio shows. My voice was so high-pitched. It's yeah, because you were not- still a baby. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's completely different yeah. to how it is now, and that's just 10 years. So 20 years, even... And I use my voice every day for work as a journalist. Mm. You... It changes. It develops. It Look, adapts. I'm not scrapping on them for not having the exact same no, actors. No, neither am I. But the fact that they put in the effort to get people who sounded mm-hmm. so similar, mm. like super dead on oh, for absolutely. some of the voices. I am like... It's, it's more a case that so I thankful. saw a lot of people online complaining that they didn't bring the original cast back. Me. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not viable because you won't get that same level of energy that they had 20 years ago. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, look, it, they had their their time and that was great they did an amazing and job they, they created something that we will always remember yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I still got those DVDs the, what they created was the benchmark for what the new people True. had to do like they set the gold standard and they should forever be proud of that so the, a voice actor for Sailor Mars in the new one which Christina V um, based beca- became a voice actor thanks to the Sailor Moon dub mm. originally so she is a big supporter of the original one Mm-hmm. And that's what got her. And now she's like one of the biggest voice actors in the world today. Now, we do have to kind of wrap up. But look, you can catch the Sailor Moon Eternal films because we have been chinwagging for quite a while. And we always do. Uh, <laughs> uh, film movie one and two are both on Netflix worldwide. Yeah. They have 10 different dubs. We're only talking about the English dub um, Mm. so far, but there is a Japanese dub. There is a French. There is a German. There is a Spanish dub as well. I want to watch a German one, actually. Mm. Oh, my God. So there is a lot out there. I believe there is also a Mandarin dub. Um, I'll need to confirm that um, because Netflix doesn't typically broadcast to... They are now, though. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. They're, basically, they have 10 languages. Amazing. They cover every language that would be uh, broadcast on Crunchyroll, for instance. Nice. So, so now you have no excuse not to watch it. <laughs> well, well, what you're watching? <laughs> well, well what, they, they've got plenty of excuse if they don't like it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. going. That, that's the key thing. This is not going to be to everyone's taste. We still enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. But we definitely yeah. don't yeah. think it's of the standard what would you Sailor get out Moon of five? should be. Oh, if you're not a Sailor Moon fan, don't. Look, as, as I a, wouldn't as, recommend as, it. As a Sailor Moon fan and knowing the original dark circus arc mm. i'd give this an eight but as an anime i'd give it a five actually i would probably do the same too yeah like knowing how poorly they adapted this story in the original they've done a much better job of it and it's more streamlined sure it's missing some heart which is why it's not that's a 10. it um that that's why i'd say an eight but if you were put looking at this just as an anime product it's middling at best yeah yeah i reckon at, even as a Sailor Moon fan, I would rate it maybe a seven because yay Sailor Moon, mm. but also ugh, I just there was so many yeah. it was so problematic. I just don't even see so the many next things arc being covered now. To be honest, look, I think they would have gotten enough money because they sold it to Netflix. Maybe they knew it wasn't that strong, and this was mm. a way to get that part, uh, get the money. Hopefully, so they could yeah, continue. like good on them. Like, yeah. and also good on Netflix for picking it up. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. hats off to Netflix. Yeah, alrighty, we will need to wrap up. Well, that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, we are checking out Josie, the Tiger and the Fish, which has just hit Australian cinemas. It is a big anime film by Bones Studios. It's billed as a youthful romantic drama based on the 1985 short story by Japanese author Seiko Tanbei. 
And uh, it's definitely a lot to look at. It's getting a lot of good reviews so far. Yeah, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to okay. drag you both okay. to it. Okay. <laughs> You're both coming. Okay. Um, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, hit that subscribe button and join us for future episodes. We also have a YouTube edition of this podcast and dedicated videos on our channel. You can find all the information in this episode's description. And uh, l- let's ask you for things. If you'd like to support the channel... Which please do. Please do. We also have a Patreon you can subscribe to. We're not a monetized channel or anything like that. Nope. Um, we share co- extra content over there, such as episode outtakes, video extras, and show updates. And if you can afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Otherwise, you can just join the Kawaii community. So head over to our social media channels for breaking anime news, memes, and videos. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, the wireless. The wireless. Just, just find us. Find us wherever we the may internet. Learn. The, the internet. internet. Google we us. <laughs> Emma, thank yes, you. Thank Yay. you. That was so much fun. And it was really... Only once. Only once. No! (laughs) We'll see if you can uh, coax me back in with something else. episode, let's go. It'll be a card captor episode. It will be, that is. My second lady love. Yes, Look, card captors was dope. I can't, I forever have made pudding jokes because of card captors. (laughs) Forever. So, um... Cheese TDD. We'll see then for the card captors episode. Yes, I guess you will. Or at conventions. Oh, yeah, you'll Actually, see me yeah. hanging around. I was to gonna... a convention, I'm the one with pink hair. Yeah, you, well, you were the only person who got a photo at the Tokyo Alley convention. I know, <laughs> and she wasn't even on stage, but she Woo-hoo. got on photo. <laughs> Look, you've been listening to Kawaii Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch some anime! anime.